Welcome, everybody, to episode 101 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Uh, today, our topic is going to be The Last of Us, which we know came out, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. A week and a half ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, we couldn't get to it last week, obviously, because it was our 100th episode, and we had already had a topic chosen months in advance, kind of. Um, and we're also going to be talking about Company of Heroes 2, which came out this past week. Uh, teasers. Does anyone have anything to tease? I forgot to write those down before um, we yeah. got started. Yeah. Oh, I know Will has something to tease. Do you want to tease it now, Will? Big tease? Should I? Yeah, go ahead. Wii U? Yeah, you big tease. Nice. That's all I'm going to say is Wii U. Yeah, for those in the live stream, Will brought his thing. I can't see it. but Fancy new gamepad. Yeah. Watch me forget it. I don't think there's play. anybody in the live stream. There, oh, it, it, was, early. it was you. There was one viewer. It was probably you. Just me. Okay. I didn't play anything new other than The Last of Us, but I did play um, Shadow of Colossus uh-huh. and Uncharted 1. Okay. Uh, I bought the new Borderlands 2 DLC, but haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. I've heard great things from it. So. I have yeah, too. Me too. Everyone seems to think it's their favorite one, so I'm excited to play it. I, I will have it played by next week, though. Played um, and beat? Be- Probably, because that's Borderlands 2 is really the main game I've been playing. I, mm-hmm. I heard it's like Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Yeah, which we, makes me want to buy it even right. at my shitty level. Right, I think I don't. I don't think it matters for that one. That's but. what I figured. Uh, w- Corey, what did you have? Anything you wanted to tease? Uh, I played. That's not really a tease, but I played Fez finally. Uh-huh. Um, oh, good. I played. Speaking okay. of Borderlands Two, I finally got back to Borderlands Two. Uh, I played more of The Witcher Two. Um, but the ones I'm actually going to talk about, the NDA was lifted on Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, nice. So I could talk about that. Um, and Magic, The Gathering Duels of the Planeswalkers 2014, uh-huh. I bought and have been playing. So Excellent. We'll give those a little bit more love later on. All righty. Uh, all right, well, let's get right into nibble bits. I'll get us started. Uh, Amazon's U.S. branch has put up a November 27th, 2013 launch date for the Xbox One. Despite no official word from Microsoft, uh, Amazon's launch date is considered to be relatively trustable, trusted, as they are a major U.S. retailer. So I guess that's on the website. I haven't haven't seen that anywhere, but that was a... Some, yeah, some of uh, PS4 games have gotten release dates on Amazon, too. Oh, like have June they? 30th is Destiny of... Um, 2014. I wasn't I, sure if those that, were accurate because I've late? been looking. Yeah. Oh. Destiny was. That? I didn't. I didn't look. Yeah, I didn't look to see if it was a Tuesday though. So um, it's usually Tuesdays when yeah. that stuff comes out. What's the one that I was really excited about? Fucking the online shooter. Titanfall. No. Oh, uh, the division. Yeah, the division was the same time period. Next. Okay. Yeah, I, that will probably come out in fall of next year. Yeah. If yeah. I had to guess. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting. I, I really want to know when the PS4 is coming out. That kind of bothers me. Well, it doesn't bother me, but it makes me upset because I was hoping the Xbox would go early November so the PS4 would come or, at end of October. Oh, that would be great. That would be awesome. Um, but one of them's got to come out 11, 12, 13, right? 
I guess so. <laughs> yeah. If they don't, we'll put something out that day. Yeah. We'll put up a hangover episode. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, beta registration is open for Project Spark. Uh, probably the PC version, I would think. Uh, considering the Xbox One isn't out yet, visit joinprojectspark.com to sign up for the beta and more info on the game. I signed up for the beta. That's one I was looking forward to after E3. Uh, Guild Wars 2 is finally getting themselves into esports like they wanted uh, with their joining of the Electronic Sports League, which is one of the biggest in Europe, I guess. Uh, the first event will be a structured PvP event with uh, five-man teams competing in a best-of-three elimination tournament. Sounds pretty cool. So, yeah. Uh, since I'm a guild of one, I probably won't be able to compete in that. <laughs> Maybe the guild will get active again. I'm in my own guild right now. That's right. So You'll be like the mysterious white knight, Dan. You can go in there with your one-man guild and white. clean up. Yeah, I can't see that happening. <laughs> but uh, And then some details have just surfaced on the PS4 exclusive The Order 1886, including the fact that it's a third-person shooter and will take many visual cues from cinema. So that's cool. Third person shooter. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm not as excited as you were, Dan, about that one, but yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to the, it. The setting is really what intrigued yeah. me for that game. So. The setting different. was really cool. Very the different. weapons look pretty sweet, too. Yeah, lightning guns and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. So that's all my nibble bits. Will, what do you have for nibble bits? Um, my first one is Plants vs. Zombies 2 has been delayed. It was scheduled for a July 18th release, but now it's being pushed back to later into the summer. Um, the reasoning was so they can launch it simultaneously on, like, Android and all the other mm-hmm. uh, platforms for it. Um, the next one is the Australian Classification Board has refused to classify the Xbox Live arcade game, State of Decay. Um, so it's making it so it can't be sold in that region. And the executive producer, Jeff Strain, of um, the State of De- De- Decay, I don't remember the name of their studio, but uh, said that uh, we ran afoul on certain prohibitions regarding the depiction of drug use. We are working with Microsoft to come up with options, including changing names of certain medications in the game to comply with ratings and requirements. Uh, whatever our path forward is, it's going to take a bit. Nonsense. Some bullshit. That is bullshit. Yeah, isn't it? That's not the only one. I don't know if anyone else no, has that. No, I got the other one. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that one in a moment. Um, my next one is Age Vampires, and among other Microsoft games, are going to be ported to the iOS and Android devices. Um, the free-to-play version of Age Vampires is going to be the one that gets ported over. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Ugh. know. Yeah. I was hoping it was, like, Age Vampires 2 or 3, but... Oh, it's the first one? No, it's the free-to-play uh, one. The one oh. that uh, got released last year or the year okay. before. Okay. Yeah. It's like a Facebook game. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I got excited because I li- I like the that they're releasing like actual games on on iOS and Android, like like XCOM, like XCOM yeah, stuff like that. I don't, you know, not. I, I can't get into the the mobile games at all. I've same, tried. Same I just can't do it. Um, but I do like playing actual games on my tablet. I think it's better. Yeah, I, absolutely. So. And my last one, I hope nobody has this. Nobody tweeted it, and I only just saw it before I got here. But Martin Broder won the NHL 14 cover vote. I did see that. Hey. Uh, he beat out Sergei Bobrovsky, which, as good that as sucks. Bobrovsky is, and how awesome it would be if he was on the cover, most people who look at that probably would have no idea who Bobrovsky is, <laughs> who isn't true. a hockey fan. That's true. So, I don't sure think Bob. many, many ho- non hockey fans are buying that game anyway, to be honest. That's right. a good point, yeah. But uh, Broder is deserving of it, yeah. I think. He's, he's had, had a long Did he retire? Career. I don't think so. I think he's gone another year. Yeah. He's, he's pretty close to a record of some sort. I can't remember what it is. A Patrick Waugh thing. Oh, yeah. I think. It's not most wins in a career. He's already got most shutouts, too. He does get That's a cool. lot of shutouts. Yeah. 
Well, the, the Devils are a good defensive they hockey are, team. Yeah. Well, they're boring. Right. They are very boring. <laughs> yeah. Them and uh, Minnesota used to be that way, too. They're I think that, they're different now, but they used to play the really it's, uh, really good trap defense. Like watching the Spurs yeah. in the NBA if you I get were it. so inclined to do something so stupid as right, watching yeah. the NBA. Right. Other than Just checking speak- the score once in a while. Speaking of the Spurs, Dan, I think your wife tweeted the how many times Jonathan Taze said I and we versus how many times LeBron James said I and we in his victory speech. Oh, did she? I missed did you it. see that? Or, or was it on Facebook? Let me guess. LeBron said it like once. I missed Taze it. Taze said it a bunch. John, Jonathan Taze said I zero times in his victory speech and said we 14 times. Yep. LeBron James said I 18 times and said we zero times. <laughs> <laughs> that does not shock me. I don't at know. All. You guys probably didn't see this on Twitter. That's I don't even funny. know if these pictures were doctored or not, but I don't think they were. There were two th- big three pointers hit in that last game. One was by Ray Allen at like the ass end of the game, and one was by LeBron James. and, and They showed close ups of their feet. Um, on the Ray Allen one, he was out of bounds. His foot was on the line, really? and LeBron James's foot was on the three-point line. They should, neither of them should have counted. Really, Oof. really, yeah. yeah. Would that have made a difference? I don't. Oh, even know oh God, the Ray yeah. Allen one for sure. Yeah, the Spurs probably would have won. Wow, dang, that sucks. Yeah. The fix is in. Well, yeah. There's actually a lot of people have conspiracy theories about that, but you know what? We've given way too much time to the NBA. <laughs> too much basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Real quick though, watch the Corey Crawford uh, speech at the par- uh, Blackhawks parade today. Okay. Brilliant. The greatest. We thing might ever. have to. We might have to find a way to play that during this episode. We is, can it, do that. is it? Is it that good? It's short, yes. but it's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> I'll assume Patrick Kane was too drunk with chubby chicks in the back. Patrick Kane we'll did appear that. to be a little. I don't no, know. Intoxicated, <laughs> but. Patrick Kane Entry. made Corey Crawford look like a drunken slob. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> He's a marvel of men. And just to top uh, it off, Taste came to speak right after that and said, there's no way I can top what Corey just said. <laughs> but. <laughs> All Fantastic. Like Blackhawks. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're stand-up dudes. We'll have Blackhawks talk later. Yeah. Feedback. Okay. Perfect. All right. Is that if you're Nibblebits? Well, mm-hmm. all right, Corey, what do you got for Nibblebits? OnLive launched its first new game in quite a while, from what I understand. It uh, was the fantasy RPG Rogue Legacy by indie developer Cellar Door Games. I, I guess it pays homage to the old dungeon crawler Rogue. Anybody familiar with Rogue? I'm moderately familiar with it. I've heard of it. It was well before our time, I believe. Yeah. And 15 bucks on OnLive, and supposedly it's a pretty damn good game. I didn't know OnLive wasn't still regularly releasing games on their on their service, but hmm. um, good for them. Mm-hmm. As mentioned before, another game was refused classification in Australia by the Australian Classification Board, which I don't know if that's specific to video games, like the ESRB is in the United States, or if it's across all media. I don't know, but uh, Saints Row 4 was also refused classification in addition to State of Decay. Um, it was the first game to be refused classification since they introduced the R18 plus rating this year. Um, so even though they have an 18 plus rating, they're still <clears throat> refusing to, they're still banning games essentially. I don't really get that. No, I don't know where they, yeah, can, they they're always the ones that have trouble too. Like a lot of times they'll say, Oh, this game might not be, might not be released in Europe because of 
you know issues in the game and it, it always does get released in europe but australia is that they've had trouble with that and where do I, they get I, off i don't know yeah they banned make... fallout 3 i think so that was one of the fallout games yeah and they they're, yeah they're, it's crazy them. i don't get it's it's yeah. censorship I'll, I'll never understand any censorship i won't either so i'm with you i wrote a paper in seventh grade about that yeah free Odin, sorry, what's, I just had to get that in. What's that, Corey? What? You cut out there. I didn't hear what you said. No, no I didn't say anything. You said free something. What did you say? Yeah, we've got... We've, what? I said free Snowden. Oh, free Snowden. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, agreed. Uh, but, but yeah. Keep going, Corey. Uh, Volition is reworking Saints Row 4 to uh, comply with their guidelines. Oh, my God. I think God. they're just reworking a version for Australia. I'm not positive on that. Yeah. Hopefully. I hope. That's yeah. usually what they do. Like, they, they'll tone it down a little bit. I don't want it toned down here. If they I want... have any kind of tact about them, that's what they'll do. Right. Yeah. I like Volition, though. That's probably what they'll do. They'll make a localized... Hey, screw them. Yeah. Okay. Screw the Australian Classification Board. Yep. Uh, My last one is... And I don't even know why I put this one, because I don't really give a shit. I don't think any of you do. But Dragon Quest X launches for PC in Japan this September. Baseball! I'll Baseball! Buy it. I, I would play it, probably. Well, I tweeted this thinking, I just need an easy one that won't take a lot of effort yeah. to look into. Um, so I tweeted this one. And then and then today, when I was going back and, and figuring out what to say about these, I, I went through and I was trying to find out what I could find that would be interesting about this game to justify it. Um, it's an MMORPG for the Wii and the Wii U, which is notable. Mm-hmm. Now it is. <laughs> and it's a third-party game on Nintendo, which is huge. Yeah. And now it's coming to PC in Japan. Huh. Okay. Thanks, Corey. Eric, what do you got for us? Well, I usually take Corey's easy approach on nibble bits with all of my nibble bits, and that's why this week I only have one. Uh-huh. Um Minecraft PC version has has crossed the 11 million sales plateau, um, and they've raked in, jeez, damn near 300 million in revenue. Yeah, Notch is one rich rich dude on that silly yeah, game yes. that all I can figure out how to do is build a house and then abandon it and then never play it again. That that the next gen <laughs> systems just didn't improve on the right. graphics. Well, apparently, they don't have to though. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I guess it was the. The disc version for 360 was the fastest-selling console game in the U.S. last week. Really? Holy crap. That's pretty good. Crazy. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. And they're going to get more sales when the new consoles yeah, come out. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. So, that's it for me, Dan. All right. Eric, how was your week? <laughs> My week was good. Uh, I actually took notes, like I told you, on some stuff this week. Um, I have I wrote the schedule at work for, for where I work, and it takes two days to do that. So when I do that, I listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. and I haven't done it in a while. So I, I just wanted to share some podcasts I was listening to and loved. Um, this American Life, Corey told me about a long time ago, and yeah. I never listened to it. It's but a good one. It was so good. Uh, if anybody gets a chance to listen to the, the – I do you know, Corey, they only had three available. Do they only put three up at a time? I don't think so. Because I couldn't figure it out, and nor could my girlfriend. We could only add three episodes. Maybe you can only have three on your thing at a time. That's yeah, probably what it is. Know. Or was w- did you look in iTunes? No. Okay, yeah. Th- I think they have more available, but you can only put three at a time based okay. on your settings on your All right. uh, media player of choice. Okay. Well, anyway, that was really interesting. Uh, Dan Carlin, which we've already talked about, yep. I love. Co- common Sense 
for me. I started listening to the Mongol thing, yeah, and that's all just so over my head. <laughs> right. I have no idea what's going on, so I stopped. Okay. Um, the David Seaman Hour, who was a guest on, I believe, <clears throat> Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh-huh. So I looked into his podcast, and I really like it. This is a lot of political stuff, so if you're not into politics or probably won't interest you hating the government don't listen to these um and another one called disinformation uh-huh. that i really liked they had uh, jesse ventura on the other the other day and it was great because yeah. i love jesse ventura yeah if you really love the government and and like <laughs> what they're doing then probably don't listen yeah to those. <laughs> if you love being spied on don't listen to these podcasts yeah um <laughs> also wanted to mention the soccer transfer window is coming up july 1st and some big moves Possibly by Arsenal. Uh-huh. Wayne Rooney, who's a huge name in soccer, been rumored, and I would just get the biggest boner if they were able to get him. Uh-huh. So um, I did want to touch on the NL- NHL draft real quick. Yeah. If you guys want. Yeah. Or do you want to do that later? No, let's do it now. Okay. I just want to see what you guys think your team needs. Nashville's got the fourth overall pick. I know. Um, they're. I think I don't. I, they're hoping Seth Jones drops to fourth defenseman. Yeah, don't they need offense? They do need offense, um, but like their their depth for defense isn't very good right now. Mm-hmm. They let a couple guys go, and and some of their prospects didn't develop as well as they thought they would. Roman um, Yossi, Ro, no, Yeah, Roman Yossi. He's, he's going to be great. Uh, not him, but some of the some of the other players. Um, like Ryan Ellis hasn't developed as quickly, and they let John Blum go. Mm-hmm. That they thought John Blum was going to be really good. So, but you know, if you can can get a Seth Jones at fourth, yeah, then you probably Take him. yeah. Um, but you know, you're gonna, probably going to get a good pick, top five anyway. Yeah. So they're hoping he falls mm. to fourth. How about your Rangers boys? Uh, well, apparently the Rangers are convinced they have everything they need because they decided not to buy out Mike Richards or Brad Richards. Oh, <clears throat> you're not happy Which, about that. It's not that I'm not happy about it. I just think it's too risky. To keep I mean, him on? I think he'll rebound, but I don't know that he'll rebound. And if yeah. he doesn't rebound, that's a really expensive mistake. I've always thought that in, in the NHL more than other sports, it takes a year for a guy to come in as a free agent. Like the second year, it just seems to me that they play better. Yeah. Except for Billy Leno. Right. Right. <laughs> um, Especially if you're going to from – he came from Dallas and Tampa Bay to New York City. Right. There's a lot of pressure there as opposed to the other two, and it's two such places. A, I mean, it's such a team game. You know? This past year was Richie's second year. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there you have it. He sucks. He actually, he actually did pretty well his first year. I think he had 72 Two? points or something like that. Yeah. 72? Something okay. like that. Well, yeah. my theory's terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping that the Sabres, they need a scorer. I'm still not satisfied with their centering. Uh, right. Tyler Ennis can't win a faceoff to save his life. I like him a lot, but I don't think I think he should be on the wing. Do you um, think? Do you think they'll make a move for Cavalier? Was that rumored? He Is well, he, he free agent. He uh, I, there's no. I haven't heard any rumors they about where he's going to go. Yeah, but Tampa Bay bought him out. How old is he? Thirty. Two, thirty-three. I, I really don't think they will because right now they're talking about unloading. Okay. And rebuilding, so uh, it's kind of stupid. Move yeah, they're back, not going to sign. Um. Yeah. Uh, I from what I hear, still Miller and Vanek are being shopped, and they want to move into the top three of the draft. Oh, really? Yes, and they have two first round picks within the top fifteen, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, they've got ten picks overall, actually. So they have a lot to to work with. I don't know if 
I've actually heard they want the number one pick. Really? I don't know who they want, but that's... I was thinking the Sabres would go for Luongo. I don't know. I mean, you're going to get rid of Miller to get Luongo? Why? I heard that, uh, well, just because Vancouver's frantically trying to get rid of Luongo. So if if the Sabres can get him for cheap... Do you think Philly's going to try to go for Luongo? I think they're pretty happy with what's-his-lips. <laughs> Prisgalov? No, the other one. I can't remember who their other goalie is. Oh, Steve, Ma- Steve Mason. Oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, I I don't know. I mean, the Sabres do have Enroth, who came on pretty good at the end of last year, and they got Hackett in the Minnesota trade. Okay, for Hackett. So, you can't hack it. Um, they need a little toughness, I still think, even with Steve Ott added. They still need a little more toughness. Um, so mm-hmm. they've got some areas. And somebody in the organization came out and said they might even look goaltender early. Really? So. Is there? Do you know if there's any? I go- don't know shit about yeah. the players. That's why I didn't ask about specific I players. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I haven't done as much research as I usually do on the NHL draft. I I knew, know the, the you know the first four people that'll go probably. Yeah, but I, I love watching the NHL draft because you learn a lot about the guys, and yeah. then like two years from now, three years from now, they'll you're be like, oh shit, I remember. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. The only thing I hate about the NHL draft is every pick. The guys love right. They never like. Yeah, I don't see that as a, pit, right. a fit for them. They're like, what a great pick for the Blue Jackets. <laughs> yeah. That's just what they needed, you know. I yeah. feel it's every pick. Right. Barry Melrose is just all bonered up. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. I always look forward to the NHL draft. Yeah, Nashville's. Uh, I think they're going to try and add some players. They need a top six forward. I'm actually yeah. hoping they try and sign LeCavalier. Are you? Yeah, because I don't think he's going to go to a city where there's too much pressure coming from Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, he scored decently last year. Um, he doesn't have to worry about being captain or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm you know, not even sure the Rangers have a second round pick. I know they don't have a first. Oh, really? Yeah. Were they like the Lakers? <laughs> Just trade know, all man. their picks all the time? Or no, not the Lakers. Somebody does that. I can't remember. Oh, the Raiders in the NFL. <laughs> They used to just trade their first-round picks. Well, like, when they do have they're them, the they draft Darius Hayward back. Yeah, they, they, they Marcus used, Russell. They used to draft just the fastest guy. Like, well, he's fast. Yeah. <laughs> Would they pass he's up a, to get Hayward? He, he's a criminal. I don't remember, but, but it was bad. Everybody was like, what the fuck? And the other guy panned out, and Hayward yeah. didn't. Nice. But, and the last thing, I watched a documentary last night that I really enjoyed called Kumare, K-U-M-A-R-E, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically about this guy who was of Indian descent who grew up in New Jersey, but he g- does this experiment to... Where he goes to White Castle? He, no, he makes himself... Um, I, I, he calls himself a guru. It's like a yoga thing. Yeah. And tries to see how many people he can get to follow his bullshit, basically. And he just makes every, literally makes everything up and sometimes even says to these people that he's faking it. And he gets this like following that just joins him and at the end of it he like reveals himself as a fake and it's just it was really interesting so so his point was how easily people fall for it wasn't just that but it started as that Uh but it kind of morphed into something else for him okay based on the relationships that he formed with people which was cool too yeah uh but it was really interesting it's only an hour and a half long so if, if that interests you i thought it was really cool okay will how's your week my week was all right. Um, last Friday was my graduation day, yeah. so I graduated officially. Another round of applause. Well Yay. done. How was graduation? It was all right. It was, it was, it, it wasn't sad at first. It was after when Did I was you home. Do any of those shenanigans you guys were talking about? 
few of them. Well, I don't know. We're all pretty calm. Yeah. But uh, it was it wasn't that long either. I was talking with Corey about it, and I was worried that you know it was going to be like a two and a half hour like long ceremony. But it ended up only being like an hour and a half or yeah. an hour. It wasn't too bad. And it wasn't. Too I think bad. it was an hour and a half. Yeah, it was ungodly hot, but I was comfortable. You were you well, you were on stage, so yeah, I was profusely sweating. Like I went to shake the guy's hand when I got my diploma, and my hands were just sweating like mm-hmm. crazy. Where do they hold that now? In the auditorium. Okay. Is which, that bigger? Yeah, it's brand new, and it's re- it's actually really nice. Is it like, nice? Uh, I I always have this mental image of our high school just being the biggest shithole. Yeah. You can imagine. It's actually pretty nice now. The places I was in. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Newark Valley isn't uh, it's nicer than yeah. when I was there. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It'd have to be right. It's a, pre- it's a prep school now. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't call it that. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. It's all preppy. I'll go that far too, Corey. It was funny. I went when I was in high school. I went to a law f- forum um, in Washington D.C. and uh, you know they had where you were from and and your name on your like name tag thing and ever like everyone in my group was like, oh, Newark Valley. That sounds like a really ritzy area. I'm like, it is. You're right. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a farm town because <laughs> it does. Newark Valley sounds like a like a I don't know, like Corey said, like a ritzy. I told preppy somebody area online in a video game one time that I was from Newark Valley. This guy was talking shit and he asked me where I was from and he's like, "Oh, Newark, New Jersey, you douchebag!" And I was like, "All right, <laughs> sure, sure, buddy." He it was really actually it there. was actually named after Newark, New Jersey. Was it? Yeah. How do you know that? He's full of shit. I swear to God. Really? Yeah. All right. Huh. Who told you that? Uh, Mr. Niffin? Niz. <laughs> or Nizlowski? That's what I'm not Niffin. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's on Wikipedia or some shit. Well, North, it must be true. Newark Valley's on Wikipedia. It is? We're that popular? The town is named after the city of Newark, New Jersey. Wow. Dang. That's interesting. Anyway, the next thing I did was I ended up buying my Wii U. Yeah, I got my first forty-hour paycheck on Thursday, and I instantly went out to go buy a Wii U. Um, it's probably gonna be my biggest purchase that I make. I'm gonna save a lot of my money and graduation money for like the PS4, and actually have some money to you know have last me during the year instead of blowing all of it like I usually do. Mm-hmm. That's but, a good uh, way to do you're it. You're growing up, Will. You're gonna be an adult soon. Well, I say that, but I'll probably end up blowing all of it. Oh, I know you will. I just didn't wanna. <laughs> Thanks. I didn't want to dash your dreams. Yeah. At least you went with it. Because <laughs> I know I would have. I still do. Yeah. But uh, I had to go on a little bit of a hunt for the Wii U. Um, I went to the Vesto GameStop because I didn't refuse to go into the mall because I didn't want people I know seeing me walking out with the Wii U. Yeah. I figured that would be kind of – I'd get made fun of for that. Why? Oh, my God. What? I don't want people seeing me buy a Wii U. You know well, how wait, I just wait, give wait, them wait. a middle no. finger. I don't understand why that would matter. I don't no. get it either. I want I want answers. I don't like. What are you? You're, you're, are you talking about girls? <laughs> People I know. I ended up getting. Ended up. My one of my teachers saw me carrying out the Wii U and made a comment about it. Somebody I know. No. You told him to fuck off. No, I didn't. <laughs> you're not in school you're not anymore. Are you just hey, blow me, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So I went to the Vestal GameStop. They didn't have any. They said they sold the last one out like the day before, and I was like, all right, that sucks. So I went to Target, and they only had the deluxe one. And I didn't want to spend 350 bucks on it. Yeah. So I ended up having to go to Walmart. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. God. <laughs> I haven't been in there in a very, very long time. Are you okay? I'm, I'm a little dirtier. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it wasn't How that did that fun. conversation go? What? You got you got any Wii U's? What's that? Well, <laughs> the, my favorite part about going to, like, 
game or places like Target and Walmart is to get a video game is they don't ask you any questions yes. about what you're getting. You just, they just get it for you. I will GameStop, give them that. they talk to you, and it's so annoying. But uh, I just went and said, yeah, I need to buy some games. He's like, okay. He walked over. I was like, um, all right, the Wii U, the white one, Monster Hunter and Zombie U. He's like, all right. And then that was yeah. our conversation. Uh, they don't those... talk to you at GameStop. They berate you with, with yeah. everything in their arsenal. Yeah. yeah. that's yeah. And that annoys me <laughs> to no end. Yeah. So I was really happy I didn't have to give GameStop any more of my money. Yeah. So I ended up getting the Wii U. Uh, play a little bit of Zombie U, Monster Hunter. That thing took forever to update. Probably two hours. Oh, okay. see, I thought it was more like seven hours by the way you were talking. I mean, I wanted well, to go to bed. It was getting pretty late. Yeah, you probably just you just wanted to go home and play it. Yeah, because I got home. Uh, I was like five. Yeah, around five. Plugged it in. Updated it. Went to go get food. Got back. Still updating. I was like, nice. So I only got like an, not even an hour and a half worth of Zombie U, Monster Hunter time in. I played a little bit of Zombie U today. Okay. But, uh, I look forward to hearing about that. Yeah, so I don't have a ton to talk about with the Wii U, but uh, I have a little bit. I'll have more you know, within the coming weeks. Yeah. yeah. And the last thing that happened is uh, I had to take my SIM card out of my Galaxy S3 and put it back into my iPhone. Uh-oh. My S3 was not receiving responses, like text message responses. And I knew I wasn't getting them because... I like because you're popular. Oh well, no, I'm not that popular. But if I'm having a conversation with somebody and it just cuts off mid thing, and I'll send another text message, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I responded to you like an hour ago," and I was like, "All right, that's weird." And it kept happening, getting worse and worse. Like it happened with Corey, so I was just like, "All right," so I had to put my SIM card back in my iPhone. And I hate that because did, I hate Apple. Yeah, did you reset it? Did you try resetting your? I did. Android? Didn't mm. work, and it sucks because I really, really, really like my S3, but yeah, it's, being, it's, nice it's being dumb right now. When can you get a new one? while yeah a long time because i got it i got it in february you have to you have to buy an unlocked phone that sucks are pricey there's the lg nexus 4 <laughs> well i wanted to get a, an s4 if i do because i do like the galaxy phones a lot but right. the problem is like do you see the new the one with the camera the like it's an actual camera inside it and like zooms out and everything no. it's not out yet that sounds awesome. That does but sound yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's bigger, obviously. It's a little thicker because it's got like the literally camera. a camera, camera, 16 megapixel camera in it. Right. It's got like 10x zoom. Wow. It's pretty That's nice. impressive. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with my phone situation. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because I really like my S3, but I don't know. Maybe that's what I'll have to spend more money on. There you go. I don't really want to because it's a pain, but whatever. Okay. All right. Well, you, for. I just tweeted a hilarious uh, image, well, I thought it was really funny, that I saw on Facebook today for Will's late replies for text messages. I'm going to look at it right now. So if anybody gets a chance, check it out. Uh, But my week, I don't, (laughs) not much really to talk about. Um, (laughs) I've been reading the Bioshock book. Is that what you bought when you were up here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you read that, Dan? No, I didn't know there was a book. It's awesome. Really? It's so good, yeah. It's, I mean, I really liked the the Guild Wars two book that I read, but this is, if this is like a not, this is a book, like yeah. a legitimate novel, a piece of literature, <clears throat> and it does a really good job of sort of uh, catalog or not cataloging. What's the word? Um, I don't know. It's 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 sort of the the build up and downfall of Rapture. Oh, cool. So it gives Which you a little bit of a little bit of the backstory. 
or a lot of the bit of the backstory. The backstory is what it is, yeah. And it, you really start to get with uh, – it's mostly about Andrew Ryan. Yeah. Um, and he's sort of like this tragic figure. They build him up to be this this tragic figure, and it's actually kind of sad because you see the the good that he's striving for in Bioshock, but, like, he overdoes it, and that's what leads to the downfall oh, okay. of, of, of Rapture. Uh-huh. Um but it's just it's just his whole ideology behind the whole thing. Like a lot of it was pr- for protection because it was right after World War II, and we had just dropped the bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima, um, and they they were anticipating all-out nuclear warfare, and and that was part of the reasoning behind Rapture. Um, so he went he they went down there with the best intent, but the book sort of chronicles the the downfall, and it's really really interesting. Nice. I highly recommend it. If you're, especially if you liked Bioshock, you'll love it. Um, even if you didn't play Bioshock, I still recommend it as a book. It's, it's really fascinating. Okay. But that's about all I wanted to talk about. I. Uh... Yeah, that's it. All right. Excellent. Uh, all right, I got to weigh in real quick. Uh, starting weight was 228.6. Uh, current weight, 229 as of yesterday. I didn't end up losing weight this week because I had to finish off the leftovers from last week's barbecue. I hate wasting food more than about anything, so um, I made sure to eat all of it. Uh, so that's why I didn't lose weight this week, but I got, I got close close to losing. My boy Dan. Uh, yeah. Uh, I tried the Razer Surround, which is the program for your computer that turns any stereo headphones into 7.1 surround sound headphones. Um, I really noticed it, especially with the tuning tool when you kind of tune your tune your headphones. Um, it really is pretty amazing that they were able to do that. It's a virtual, virtual 7.1 surround sound. Um, I didn't notice a huge difference playing Borderlands, but the the audio was a little bit more directional and sounded much better than when I just had my headphones in normally. So, um, yeah, I, I'm actually impressed that they could do that, figure out how to do that with a normal pair of stereo headphones. It's pretty cool. Um, so I would definitely suggest everyone give it a try. So any pair of headphones becomes 7.1? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and like I said, when I was tuning it, it was, you know, you would have to listen to where it was on your headphones and point, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that's amazing that they can do that. But, yeah, they figured it out somehow. What's this called again? Razor? Razor Surround. Razor Surround. Yeah. I'll have to get that. So, yep. Uh, and then I joined this decade by buying a Blu-ray player. Yay! So I can watch Blu-rays now. We didn't even have a DVD player other than watching DVDs on the computer. So we got a Blu-ray player off of Woot for uh, it was forty or fifty bucks. So I'm starting nice. to build up some of my Blu-ray Blu-ray catalog. Nice. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our main segment on Last of Us and Company Heroes Two right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode 101 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are talking about The Last of Us and Company Heroes 2. Now, we're going to start with Company Heroes 2, Will being the only one that played it. We were all going to get it, actually, except Eric, because, um, you know, me, Will, and Corey have the, the gaming PCs, and um, I played the first Company Heroes and didn't end up caring too much for it, so I decided to hold off. I'm going to get Company Heroes 2 eventually, but and Corey didn't get it because he was busy playing other things, right, Corey? And got a new headset, so... Yeah. yeah, he's holding off too. But anyway, go ahead. Will. No, this is a first-person shooter, right? Correct. Oh. Yeah. You want to know the text message I get from Eric? 
so Eric's like, yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions about The Last of Us. And I was like, all right, don't be afraid to do the same for me. And he's just like, I know nothing about that game. I thought it was a first-person shooter. <laughs> Literally, until yesterday, I thought it was a first-person shooter. Uh-huh. And the I, only reason I know now is because Kotaku had something off about it. And okay. I was like, oh, it's a strategy game. Uh-huh. <laughs> that could not have made me laugh harder when I read that. Okay. So then I said, make sure you ask me that in the podcast. But anyway... Uh, Company of Heroes 2 is the sequel to one of the biggest uh, and highly rated RTSs ever, mm-hmm. which is Company of Heroes. This game was made by Relic Entertainment and published by Sega, which was supposed to be THQ, but they went under, and Sega yep. ended up buying the rights. Mm-hmm. Um, Company of Heroes uh, 2 takes place during World War II, and uh, this one takes place on the Eastern Front, which is the Russian and German war, part yeah. of the war, because the Western Front was Japan and America, you know, mainly. Uh-huh. So... Um, Company of Heroes is a very different type of RTS. You know, when you play real-time strategies, you think, like, Age of Empires and Civilization, where you, like, mainly build up your your bases and stuff like that. But uh, this game focuses mainly on the combat side of it. There's a lot of cover mechanics and stuff like that, and, um, you know, makes you be more of a general, like, how you're commanding your army, than as opposed to Age of Empires. Like, right. you have to have more, more you know, battle smarts yeah, there's, to be there, good. Yeah, there's more... The the way I the way I, I viewed Company of Heroes is is there's more going on on the map at once than than like a Age of Empires because yes. your forces are all kind of fractured and you want to send them in different ways to capture different points and stuff and there's so much more to keep an eye on than than in uh, Age of Empires. This game is very hard to pick up on and mm-hmm. be good quickly. Mm-hmm. It is not an easy game. I didn't think. Um, no, I didn't either. Because the combat with it is so complicated. Because when you're... Well, I'm used to playing Age of Empires, and I'm not used to being, like, having to worry about where I place my units and stuff like that, and the covering and stuff like that. Like, I'm not used to thinking like that, so... And this, that, is, this game's an adjustment. That one has line of sight, too, like, yes. behind hills and stuff like that, too, yep. which is kind of a new feature from... I like that. From, from, for RTS games, yeah. yeah. So, um... <clears throat> The object of the game is you face off against, you know, it can be uh, 1v1, 2v2, 3v3, 4v4 on a map. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to capture different um, territories and like a place. Like the map is like sectioned off into certain territories. And what you do is you go to you go to capture it and you got to capture as many territories as you can. And there's three starred territories. And if you capture two of the starred territories... Um, you decrease your opponent's bar. And what the bar is, is up to 500, and it decreases from there. So say if I'm playing you, Dan, and I control two territories on the, the star territories on Th- there. This is specifically for multiplayer, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so if I'm controlling two of the three star territories, your bar from 500 decreases down until it gets to zero. It's okay. kind of like tickets in Battlefield. Exactly. That's how. That's exactly how I compared it to. Except the you know the tickets with spawning is you mm. know in Battlefield, but this just goes down periodically. So that's how you decrease, or you can totally annihilate your opponent like with your units. That's uh-huh. another. Let's like, you know another way of battling. Uh-huh. Um, there's three different uh, types of resources. What's up? How would how would that be any different than lowering their tickets all the way to zero, annihilating them? You can like completely destroy them, as in destroy every building and every unit before their tickets reach zero. Oh, so, oh, so, so like so they can't not, respond. They, yeah, the bar does not take go all down. the territories. Yeah, you can either just go out. You can either take the territories and you know draw the battle out until they reach zero, or you can go out. With your units and just destroy everything they have. So the then... bar doesn't go down while you're destroying everything they have. No. Okay. It's, it's only just, it's, it's only time. when they make more 
No, it's just time. Oh, with the, okay. when you collect the two star territories, two I of see. the three. I see. And it goes down faster if you have three as opposed to two. Uh-huh. And as time dec- like goes on, yeah. it decreases. Okay. So that you can win sense. the battle without really winning the battle. Exactly. That's how you gotcha. can win. Um, there's three types of resources. They're you know not exactly resources, but the first one is manpower. And manpower on the game is described as the basic resource used for purchasing buildings and troops. Um, there is a manpower upkeep for large armies, and the larger the army, the lower the income rate is. So if you have a really like a massive army, your income rate for manpower will be lower. Then these muni- is, uh, is that dependent on the civilization that you are? You no, I don't think that matters. I don't know. I didn't play as Germany that much. I, I was gonna say only played as the Soviets. You're only Russia or Germany. Yeah. On the Eastern Front. Yeah. Um. The next one is munitions, and are used for upgrades and using abilities. Certain units have like certain abilities that they can do. Um, the increased munitions income rate by connecting more captured territories to the base territory, territory, or by securing already captured points with muni- munition caches. So, like the icon will be on the map of like what territories and munition territory. Mm-hmm. And if you connect it to your home base, you have you get more yeah. munitions mm-hmm. out of it. Um, and the next one is fuel. Fuel is used for purchasing vehicles and buildings for the German and German battle phases, which I don't know what those are. I didn't play as Germany, like I said. Um, it increases fuel. As you collect more territories that have fuel or connect more to your bases. So kind of the same thing as munitions. Huh? Um, there's a popu- limit, population limit to the game. I'm not sure what it is. I think in the game that I played it was 100. Okay. And I don't know like how the you know population, with, like if units could take more population up than others. Right. Like I said, probably. I, probably. I only played, like probably tanks take up. Two know, or three. Yeah. And I only played four hours of this game. I didn't get to play as much as I really wanted to. But, you know, I got I got enough to try everything. Yeah. Um, so when you're in the game, uh, you get a unit that's the engineer, and they're the ones that really can build the buildings that you need to be able to spawn units and stuff like that. But the coolest things about engineers is they can set charges on stuff, so they can, like, set explosives on a tank and, like, blow it up, or they can set it on, like, say there's a bridge, like a wooden bridge, and you can set it on the bridge and blow the bridge up completely. Ah. So, like, tanks and stuff can't, or units can't, you know, cross into your area. Um... Let's see where I am. Um, there's different units like riflemen, machine gunners, um, gren- uh, grenaders, all types of stuff. There's tanks, you know, there's vehicles that make units, you know, be able to travel over land faster. So there's all that types of stuff. Um, and go ahead. Yeah, you have a question. I was just going to ask what what do you think is the biggest difference with this real time strategy as the other ones that you've played? Uh, the envi- I'm going to get into the environment stuff in a little bit, okay. but the environment stuff plays a huge part in the game, and just like I said, you have to be more battle smart as opposed to an Age of Empires or mm. a Civilization. I don't know, I haven't played Civilization as much, so I don't know how like battle smart you need to be, but for Company of Heroes, if you are able to you know use your units and cover, be able to like flank them and stuff like that, you're going to be very successful. Mm. And being... Like, I, I'm more used to the turn-based strategy games, too. Uh, Civ, you can take as long as as long as long you need for a turn. Yeah. Uh, even com- uh, Crusader Kings, too, you can pause it when things get too fast to, you know, give orders and whatnot. But uh, Company Heroes, it's fast, too. Yeah. Like, the way, the as quickly as everything happens, it's almost too fast for me. I'm... I'm a little slow on the uptake for that sort of stuff. I need, <laughs> you, I need, I need to think things through a little, a little bit better. Yeah, you need to sharpen your skills when, yep, when you play that. Definitely. That's why if I go online, I'd get hosed immediately. But um, so as I said, the weather because it takes place on the eastern front. There's a lot of maps that are snow and ice covered, and that has a huge, huge impact on gameplay. So for example, 
if a river or a lake is frozen with ice, what you can do is you can set charges on the ice and blow it up so it becomes water and the units can't cross over that. So what you can do is if a tank is going by and goes over a landmine, it'll blow up and it'll blow the ice open and destroy the tank. You can blow it up so units can't cross over it. So you can really like change the you know the map around so you can make it easier for you to defend your base. Also, if tanks stay on ice for too long, the ice will break through and the tank will fall under the, the water and yeah. be gone. Yeah, because cool. the, Ru- the Russians were defending mm-hmm. in this one, so that's, that's a little bit different than uh, the first company heroes where you were invading, invading Europe, you know? Yeah. So there's that one. How does um, it feel to go back to World War Two? Honestly, it feels great. Been a while, right? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty tired of all the modern shooters and stuff like that. So going back to World War II, which is one of my favorite wars to really learn about, it's awesome. But uh, the next big thing is there's heavy snow, and that's that's a really big uh, weather effect in the game. So what happens? General with, General Winter. Yeah, General Winter for Russia. So basically, what happens with the snow is you'll be you'll get a timer saying 15 minutes until a heavy snowstorm or a blizzard or 15 seconds, or however long it is, and you'll be like, oh, crap. So what happens is when the storm kicks in, your units have, like, a bar where it's their heat or, and their body heat, and as it'll start decreasing when they're in the blizzard if they're in the open, and they'll end up freezing to death and dying, and tanks will actually end up freezing and not being able to move and, like, get destroyed because of that. So what happens is you have to have your units by fire, like fire pits. Any unit can make them, I'm pretty sure. I know engineers can. I know riflemen can. I'm not sure on the rest. So you have to build a fire and have your units stay by the fire or go into a building. So if you're running around with your like army and you get caught out in the blizzard and you can't do anything, they could all die and end up really messing you. That's pretty cool. messing you up. And you got to build a fire to keep those tanks warm, huh? Exactly. So if you don't if you don't do that, you get uh, you ended up it'll it plays a huge part. And basically it's a standstill because right. you, yeah, you can't can, fight. Nobody can do anything. Yeah. So with that, you know, it adds a whole like new dimension to the game, like of Unless battling. You could. You just have to keep making fires, right? And yeah. Making breathers. Yeah, you can. You can do that. There's a mission in the campaign that you, that you do that. Yeah. Um. There's some units that are immune. Some of the Russian units. I think the snipers were are immune to it. Yeah. I know in the campaign the snipers were immune to. It. I don't know if that was just a campaign thing or. Um, so I mean, there's some units that you can send little like reconnaissance out there and be able to scout things and you know attack them while they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. So I think the the weather uh, I love it when it starts snowing because I really like how they worked into this game. Right. Is it almost a break where you can get your shit together? Yes, you can do that too. That's what I would you, need. You can, That's what I would use it as. You can think things through and yeah. be like, all right. Yeah. And sometimes during That's... a game, it won't even snow. So. Go on, Corey. That's sort of the, the impression I got of this game was, um, and multi-directional in the chat said that it's a very fast-paced. That's why it throws people off. Yes. Um, yes. I was kind of expecting like a slower real-time strategy because they say it's more based on like strategy rather than who can click around the fastest. It is. is that true or no? No. It. See, I I I only experienced experiencing the first one. It is very strategic, but you also have to react. You respond quickly to everything. Like if you have units set up to defend something and they're not set up right, you're gonna you know, get you're, you're gonna get smoked. Um, and that doesn't have anything to do with how how quickly you can move around the battlefield. So by, you know? by set up right, do you mean formation? Uh, like like in cover mm-hmm. for one thing. Like I I had one mission in the first company heroes where I had to defend. Uh, uh, like a town, and there was three bridges. So I set up my defenses um, around the three bridges to stop the the Nazis from from crossing the bridges. Um, and I, I didn't set up my defenses correctly, so they so they 
you know, blitzed right through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to jump around, you know, because my defenses weren't set up correctly and my strategy was bad, I had to do a lot more jumping around to try and yeah. uh, compensate, stop the bleeding, yeah. basically. So, yeah, so it. basically it's very fast paced, but it's very strategic at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's a very different type of real time. Yeah. Strategy. It, it's not like a like a, a Warcraft three type no. of thing. It's more. It's I don't know. It's, it's more complex. Yeah, way, especially way more complex. It's weird because there's not a ton of building. Right. So it, it's just weird. I don't know. It's something. It's definitely got to get used to it. But um, another really cool thing is there's heavy snow in the game. There's some areas that are very, like there's a ton of snow and your units can like traverse through it. But the problem is they get slowed down a lot. And same with tanks. So when they're going through it, the tanks aren't affected as much as like the units and, and infantry are. Yeah. So, but they're still slowed down. And what happens is. Uh, your units will leave footprints into the snow. Ah. So if the enemy, you know, walks by there and they see the footprints, they'll know where you're going. Does yeah. it also so, affect their line of sight in battle? Mm-hmm. The snow. Yeah. 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 If you're in a, fighting in a blizzard, you can't see very far ahead of you. I think. So. And the snipers aren't immune to that. I imagine. They shouldn't be. I don't know. I didn't get to use them a lot. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I'm gonna. This is probably a game I'm gonna play. You know, enough like a lot of so yeah. probably I'll be able to know a lot more. You know, it makes me want makes me want to go back and play start playing the first one again. <laughs> Give yeah, it a this shot. is interesting. If I had a computer, I'd I'd get this one. Yeah. So so what'd you think of it though? Like, so all right. So I played the first Company of Heroes and I didn't like it very much. I ended up getting it very cheap and I was like, Man, I'm just not into it. But Why not? That's that's how I felt playing the second one for whatever reason. I'm really really enjoying it. Um. Was was part of that reason because the first go around there was no expectation that you had to do a podcast episode about it. Well, no, because it's probably recent, right? When you got yeah, it, yeah, it was. Okay. It was New Year's. Eve. I was thinking if, if if that's what it took to drive you to play it enough to get into it. No, it was New Year's Eve when I uh, when I played the first one, and I only played it because I liked the name. I was like, Company of Heroes is kind of a cool name, so I tried it out, and it was cheap. But uh. But there's uh, three different, you know, options in the main menu you can play. There's the campaign, and um, there is, you know, the online and skirmish and stuff like that. And then there's the theater of war. So I'll just go over the theater of war real quick, and then I'll talk about my experience with it. Um, so the theater of war is separated into basically battles, challenges, and co-op scenarios. And you can choose any of these three options. So co-op scenarios... I'll give you one. One of them is called General, General Winter. And you play with a co-op ally to hold victory points in the midst of a bitter blizzard. Solo challenge is winter defense and defend a lone watchtower against waves of German attackers. And then there's AI battles, which is called Moscow Lines. is one of the missions, and you fight an AI skirmish in the cold weather against an aggressive German enemy. So basically, this I've likened this to um, in Call of Duty. I think it's called Spec Ops. Is that what it is? Yes. Spec Ops. It's different like missions you can do cooperatively or solo, and you just like try and complete the mission uh-huh. and stuff like that. And that, and you can choose between the Soviet Union or uh, Germany. So there's a ton of different stuff you can do with that, and they're going to keep adding stuff to that. Um, so that that's really cool and a different something different to do in the game if you're not into the you know the online. Uh-huh. Which I'm <laughs> online's crazy. Yeah. So basically, I'll get into what I did. I did like four missions of the campaign, and I really enjoy the campaign so far. It's very action oriented and a lot of fighting. Yeah. And there's different types of you know missions. Like I talked about the one in the snow where you have to go from fire to fire, and you know you got to. Exam- like check out 
German bases where their tanks are and stuff like that that are frozen. Like you just kind of explore the world, like into that that map, and you got like gotta like ambush the Germans and stuff okay. like that. And that's a cool. What do you think about the cutscenes? Because I I really hated the cutscenes in the first one. The cutscenes weren't that great. Yeah, I, I they felt unnecessary and they weren't very good. No, they aren't very good. They're voice acted all right. I mean, it's for me the campaign is so it doesn't matter to me in RTSs. Right. Um. It basically follows a unit, or not a unit, a soldier who, I don't know, went rogue to the Soviet Union after the war or something like that, or didn't believe in the cause, because there are multiple times where cut scenes where it showed the Russian general opening fire on his own squad for yeah, retreating. that was normal. So, yeah, that happened. Uh, that's I've seen at least three cut scenes with that in the four missions I've played where that happened. Uh-huh. So, um, basically, it's just him talking. It's going through cut scenes of his experience in the battle. It's kind of like how Black Ops 1 was. Okay. Um, so that's what... That's the campaign. The campaign's fun, though. I've had a lot of fun just fighting with mm-hmm. that because it's, it's it's different. But uh, what I did is I played one online game, and what I did was uh, 2v2, but I played with a like a actual person against two computers. And what <laughs> what happened was, you know, the, the 500 you know bar thing for the full, what happened is we got to 12 points from falling to zero and losing Uh you did or the computer did we did okay against the computer and the computer had all 500 and i texted Corey saying well i just got hosed by an easy computer (laughs) but what happened was somehow miraculously we ended up capturing all the points and we ended up being the computer without losing any more of our 12 points wow we came all the way from behind like i got an achievement on steam because i we were so far behind and ended up winning nice and like i the guy uh, was chatting with me. He's like, I cannot believe we just pulled that out. And I was like, I know. This is my first online game. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. He's like, yeah, it's my first time, too. So we, we were experiencing the game at the same time. A couple nice. of first-timers. Yeah. But I it was I had a lot of fun with that. Okay. And, um, I mean, if I lost, I probably by that bad, I would probably have been like, I really don't want to keep playing this. Yeah. But since I won, I was like, this is kind of right. disheartening. Right. Yeah. And I was not very good with the battle, battling and stuff like that. Like it's a lot. It's it's, it's tough. Yeah. Easy computers are for whatever reason they're so good. Yeah. But um, I've heard that you have to employ real military strategy. Stratagem. Yeah. You, 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 does the game sort of teach you that at all, or is it something you kind of just kind of understand? Um, understand as you play it. The game has a tutorial mission. Only one tutorial mission. I know in the first one there's a lot of tutorials. Yeah, I but went through the tutorial. It I was did, pretty long. I did too. But <laughs> for this one is they have one tutorial mission that I saw and then they have a bunch of videos breaking down how to play the game. So they don't teach you like strategy. You, I'm guessing, pick that up as you play. Just okay. kind of evolve into yeah, it. Yeah, you'll evolve into a better do, do you get the feel that a real world general could sit down with this game and kick ass just because he knows who is technologically sound at video games? Right, because that's the game I want to play. That's the company of heroes two I want to play. That'd be awesome. I wouldn't. I mean, that probably. Yeah, he'd probably know what to do. He'd probably be better with flanking and stuff like that, and being able to. I don't know. I don't. When I play those type of games, I honestly don't think about flanking and doing cover and stuff like that. Never matter. Never matter. No. And and every video game, like Call of Duty, Battlefield, like even in Mass Effect, where you you know covered. Like I didn't cover that much. Yeah. Do do you think now that you've played this, not the cover part, but like flanking and stuff, will help you in Age of Empires? Probably. Yeah. 
I, and, I Age of Emp- and Age of Empires. You, you and Dan kind of did that to me and Corey the last time we played. Yeah, yeah. I was, was that sheer luck flanking? Yeah. Yeah, okay. they're here. They, Dan and Flank I... by... Uh, what, ha- what happened in that Age of What happened in that Age of Empires <laughs> game is I didn't have my ships upgraded to be able to transport as many people as I wanted, so I was still upgrading my ships when Dan went over to attack because I didn't I didn't didn't tell him that, so we ended up. Yeah. It was just good it was timing staggered. <laughs> yeah, timing worked out perfect in our staggered attack. Staggeringly <laughs> ugly, <laughs> and somehow we won that one. Yeah. but we still got to do our rubber match. Yeah, yeah, we do. Maybe next week. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be perfect. By the way, I'll bring it up later about breakfast on Saturday, the day of my graduation. Can I so, go? Yeah. Yes. But I'll bring that up later. So Friday breakfast as well. Friday? We'll Dan. be at work. Yeah, we'll be at work. Sorry. Corey, I'm there. Friday breakfast, Eric. Yep. Then Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Back to <Well>. topic. <laughs> yeah, Company of Heroes. So... So far, like I said, I played four hours, but I'm planning on beating the campaign, doing a lot of the theater war, and I want to try and play that game a lot online because I'd have a lot of fun with it. I'm probably gonna play against the computer for a while until yeah. I get good, but I've really, really enjoyed it. I also really like the, you know, the Russian German part of the, the war because when I played Call of Duty World at War, the Russian and German battle missions were way more intriguing and yeah. brutal and just all out war than the American Japanese or the American German part of it. Yeah. So whatever reason I'm more fascinated with that and I really like um the weather, how it dictates stu- dictates stuff so much. Well yeah. I mean it's very realistic. Yeah. You it ha- is you have to listen to Dan Carlin's hardcore history, Ghosts of the Ostfront. It's all about that it's a three part uh series of on the eastern front between russia and germany really and it's amazing i could probably get into that you should listen to it because it's it's incredible it's on uh itunes uh you'll have to buy those i think they're like three dollars each but I it's well am worth more it more than willing to buy yeah. that because that's awesome. so good and be- because that's what you're playing in company of heroes too maybe that'll give it'll, you, it'll give you more of a background oh definitely it'll, it'll give make me you way into it yeah you get all bonered it's, up yeah it's it. incredible i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get that then dan carlin hardcore history goals uh, to the os front one one two three how long is that uh, they're probably like Couple four and a half or each. five hours altogether. I think they're between an hour and a half and two hours each. Will, I have one last question for you. Yes. You say how much you like the weather in the game, but I've, I've just from what I've read, I've heard that they don't do enough with that. That it's just, it's, there's only a few select missions that utilize it, and those are the best ones, but they could use it a lot more. Yeah, I, in the campaign, I heard there's only one mission, which is the mission I just did that did it, that really used the weather. Um, online i'm not really sure how often it comes into play i hope more than or as much yeah. or if not more so i don't well, know can, i mean can you set a random map yeah you can set or a random map a custom map i should say yeah i think so i i'm not too sure on that but maybe not i don't know but the all the mission all the like maps that i picked have had that that weather effect and they're gonna you know keep adding stuff to it they said they so maybe if they hear about people not liking how there's not enough of the weather. Maybe they'll put more maps out yeah. there that do it. So well, they tried not to fight in the winter because it was a Russian winter. Pussies. Yeah. So and then they had a hard time in the spring because it was really muddy. Is there anything worth the? Because Russian mud is is really sticky and. Um, <laughs> American mud's a little more smooth. Yeah, it's a little more muddy. <laughs> more clay. I don't. Clay. I, maybe I don't know. Okay. I'll. I'll, play, I'll be interested to hear about that. I'll play a lot more for next week. Okay, but so far I'm really, really enjoying it. The reviews were giving it, you know, 80s, which is pretty good. But I saw Destructor; I'd give it a 10. 10 I was like, 10, "Holy yeah. crap!" 
Um, but the general consensus is it's more of a sequel. Or not a sequel. It's more of an expansion than a sequel. Okay. Because it's more of the the winning company of heroes formula. And Kotaku said it best that... They the, usually do. The Kotaku, <laughs> Kotaku has the best way of wording things for this. They said the company of heroes was so near perfect like as a game, the first one, right. that they don't blame them at all for not deviating too much from that. So... To them, it's more of an expansion, but they completely understand why, because it, the the fighting in that can't be any better. Right. It's a winning formula, so they're like, why, you know, why try Why change it too change much? It? Yeah. See, you, yeah, you I've heard it, it called the, the best of its class. Would you agree with that? So far, yeah, it's awesome. The best real-time strategy game. I can, see, I can definitely see why people would say that. Hmm. It's going to be hard to, you know, knock out Age of Empires for me, because I've played that for so long, but, you know, who knows with this... It's, okay. it's, I've had a lot of fun with it. All right. Excellent. So thumbs up. Recommended. Yeah, I do recommend it. Okay. Well, cool. you sold it to me. Yeah. I really? actually really want to play it now, too. Now I just need to buy it. Yeah. Sweet. I want to be able to play against you guys. Or you sold you it guys. to me, too, but I can't. <laughs> Eric's just like, ah, there's nothing I can do <laughs> about it. Did you check? Yeah. <laughs> you, can listen, you can listen to Ghost of the Oz front. Get the, you can get the first one. You guys text me when you're playing. I'll start listening to that podcast. Okay. We'll live stream it. Just I'll live stream it. You can watch my feed. That's And I would. Totally would. <laughs> yeah, since I sold it to you guys, I hope you guys like it. I don't want you guys to get it and not like it. I hope one of you likes it and one of you hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It'll be better for the podcast. Yeah. Especially if yeah. Corey hates it. Corey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Corey's going to go in trying to hate it now. <laughs> he just might, actually. Look at that grin on his face. <laughs> He's going to find stuff that he hates about it. I have a hard it. time hating games. What was the last game I hated? Assassin's uh, Creed? Escape Goat. No. It's not a game, but you hated the Oya. I didn't hate the Oya. I I didn't get it, and I said that from the start. Did I think see, the last game I hated was Assassin's Creed. Three. Which, incidentally, Man. ruined video gaming for one of my friends, that game. It what do you mean? Made me sold my Xbox. He hasn't played a video game until today since he played Assassin's Creed 3. He ended up buying The Witcher 2, which I, is getting him back into video games, but Assassin's Creed 3 ruined playing games The Witcher, The Witcher 2 will I bring you back. I completely get it. Yeah. I feel like that... Assassin's Creed 3 is the demon child video game. You know, I've been hanging on to that for a while. Just maybe I'll get back into it, but your guys' hate for it <laughs> has made me realize I'm going and to trade it in next time I go to GameStop. Go. The, thing, the thing about it is, Eric, is it's not that bad of a... It's, it doesn't... Well, the, the, the quality of that game does not warrant me calling it the demon child right. game, but it just... It's a triple A game... That sucks. The thing yeah. is about it, Corey, is the <laughs> setting is so cool and it could be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, they just exactly. fudged it over so hard that you're like, fuck you guys. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. They boned it. They, yeah. they really screwed the pooch. Because I remember Absolutely. you were really excited for that game. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for and, Yeah, now you're just as pumped for Black Flag and you're going to get bent over again. Oh, no. I hope not, well, maybe, Corey. Maybe, maybe this time they'll let me uh, put some makeup on before they fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Let you powder up first. Uh, <laughs> That's real. Okay. All right. Well, Eric, let's hear about Last of Us. All right. Um, my first question is like, what type of game is it? It's uh, well, Ooh, I that kind of plays well into my question. But well, go ahead, Eric. It's a survival horror game, right? That third person, is hugely story driven. It's third person. There's a lot of cover uh-huh. and sneaking around uh, built into it. Yeah. You actually you have to. Because right. supplies are so scarce in it, as far as weaponry goes, there are a lot of weapons in it. There's a lot of different guns. There's actually a flamethrower, um, and every all of them are upgradable, which is really a really 
cool part of the game. But it's yeah. a, it's a survival horror game that's hugely story driven. Did you say flamethrower? Yeah. Why? That just that that totally. Oh fuck off, Corey! <laughs> no, no, no! It's everything I've heard about this game leads me to believe that you're running around with a shiv the whole game. I got and the flamethrower towards is hard to to savor. I got the flamethrower towards the end of the game, okay. and I used it twice. Mm. So I don't know. So is that, for is that for. like even ammo for that is scarce kind of thing? Um. I, I don't know, because I didn't really use it. But, I mean, I had yeah. it fully loaded. I just mm. chose not to use it. I think it's... I don't... I guess I didn't really think about this at all, actually, Corey. That you, now that you bring that up, that's a good question. Is it overpowered? Why I didn't use it. Because when I did use it, it worked well, but... <sighs> did Did the game that you played lead you down this path that made you think everything was so scarce that you had this flamethrower, you're like, damn, I better save it. Yes, that's okay. exactly what it was. And and when I did use it, it ran out of gas pretty quickly. Hey, okay. So, so I was saving useful. it for something. But I found myself, when I would come across a certain zombies, I don't know how much you want me to give away. Whatever like, you what think. What are zombies called? It's not a big deal. Clippers. They're, Cl- no, there's, they're not clippers, Corey. There's clickers. <laughs> the, <they're>, <laughs> <laughs> clickers are a bitch, but uh, bloaters are, I guess, the biggest oh, yeah. zombie that you'll run into. I don't know if they're necessarily harder. Maybe. Just you have to fight differently. Yeah, you have to fight them off differently, yeah. Um, but bloaters, I found I found myself using crafting Molotov cocktails or nail bombs to, to defeat the enemies more than I would use a flamethrower. But like I said, I got the flamethrower towards the end of the game. Um, but yeah, Dan, to answer your question, survival horror game with a huge story. Yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure on what, like, what what it pl- played like? What it, did it play like a Gears of War? Kind of, yeah. Okay. I mean, you you, you cover, um, you can jump over barriers like mm-hmm. you can in Gears of War. Um, the controls are, re- they're good. I, they're really tight. It's right. not, I never had any control issues. Maybe a little camera issue here and there. Nothing too bad, though. Okay. Um, is there, I know the, the clickers and the, the bloaters, but is there a lot of, Mm, interaction with different humans and combat against them, like yes, that's one of the things I love about the game that I took took note of is that I love that it wasn't just zombies. You're fighting against other survivors, and also military. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, military that kind of try to keep you in quarantined areas, and if you get out, they try to kill you. Yeah. Okay. So basically, not only you fear the the living, or the dead, but also the living. Yeah, and you fear the living just as much as the dead. <laughs> there you go. Which is that's, funny. That's awesome. It's great. Um, the more brutal kills come from the zombies, which is awesome. Uh, that's another thing about this game that they did really well, is you just feel like shit when you're playing it, and you're just down because it's just such a bleak atmosphere. Yeah. I, I thought about this today. You know how I was talking about and remember me how much I hated the slums and they just look like garbage. Yeah, this whole game is like that, except it looks great. Right. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's broken down and 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 Miserable, busted, but but it beautiful looks, at the was, same time. Yes, it looks so. It's it's really immersive. Oh my god, I have never played a game where I was literally on the edge of my seat every second, just like. And it was even at times where I knew I wasn't going to get attacked. I just found myself like, man, 
what what's coming you know right. what's what's going to happen at the next stop you know what uh-huh. i mean i i was so into the story and i'm not a story guy in video games at all right and i'm not a character guy in video games i whatever that means but so they mm, i like hearing this they make you care about the characters oh god that's awesome i love the two main characters we're so good uh-huh. and i was watching a review while I was preparing from GameSpot, because I wanted to see their point of view, because they only gave it an eight. An eight, yeah. I was looking actually. Them and Polygon, we talked about before, were the only people that gave it under a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So GameSpot said one of the things they didn't like was that the other characters in the game, besides the two main characters, didn't really add too much in terms of personality and character relationships. I didn't think that was necessarily true. I don't want to talk too much about that because it's you know a part of the game that I don't want to ruin. But right. I found that to be false, and there were a couple times with other characters in the game that things happened when I was like, wow, I can't believe they did that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, right at the beginning of the game, the first 15 minutes were fucking great, and uh-huh. I barely even played it. It was like a cinematic. Right. I actually watched a video, if you get a chance, if if you've played the game, if you haven't played it, don't watch it, but it's of uh, Seth Rogen. The movie guy. I heard about that. Playing Last of Us with a buddy of his, and yeah. they're like drinking during it, and they just play like the first fifteen minutes of the game. Um, and I was just as mesmerized watching them play it as I was when I first played it. Uh-huh. I, like the first fifteen minutes, I'm like getting goosebumps even talking about it because nice. I loved it so much. I couldn't believe what happened in the first fifteen minutes. I was like, "Damn, that's fucked up." You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, it just sets the tone for the rest of the just shitty dismal atmosphere that is so great okay. that they set up for you. Uh, and I told Dan this already. The first note I have here is that this game has ruined video games for me, at yeah. least for the next few weeks. Right. Like, In fuck, a good way or bad way? Uh, I don't know. What's the difference? Uh, well, it could ruin them like, like games sort of after I played Bioshock Infinite. Like Prob- that would be a good way. Probably like that. Uh, I mean, I love the way game, would be obviously. after I played Assassin's Creed 3. Well, Corey, I mean, I think it's pretty clear I enjoyed this game. <laughs> no, so, you did? In Eric's perspective, nothing else is going to live up to it. Well, and I was going to make the point. I, I'll talk more about these games later. But I, I wanted, I had set out a plan for my backlog after this that I wanted to play Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Made by the same people, Naughty Dog. Um, and while Uncharted is a really good game, it's the same same kind of thing recover and third yeah. person stuff like that i started playing and i was like man it's just it's not 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 doing it for me here i can't play this right now i just right. got done playing a much better version of this in a way better setting and a way better story and characters uh-huh. play something completely different well that's now. what i did i put shadow of colossus in which is completely different from anything i've ever played and it's still i was like hmm. play a puzzle game Magic the Gathering 2014. I think I do need something like that. Just to kind of, it's not necessarily a video game, it's just a game. I need something like that to just give give me a little break so I can, you know, clear my head of (laughs) how amazing The Last of Us was and maybe forget about it for a little while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Do you guys have any more questions before I get into it? I do. Yeah. So this is I one th- one of the things I like to do when there's these games that are critically acclaimed uh-huh. is I like to go to Metacritic and read the dissenters like who said it who said it sucked okay uh, and as Eric mentioned Polygon didn't say it sucked but they gave it a seven point five uh-huh. um, I read another one I can't remember the name of the website but it was something obscure that isn't well known um, they gave it a six out of ten. <laughs> 
But anyway, there's just no credibility to that. The the few complaints lobbied at the game sort of focus on its definition as a game, because Eric, as you mentioned, they did the three Uncharted games. Um, those were all very cinematic games, mm-hmm. and for someone being you, Eric, mm-hmm. for someone who hates quote unquote watching games, mm-hmm. would you consider this a game, or is it more of a cinematic experience that was so good? That you were okay with it. It's both. It's definitely yeah. a game. I, there's no question to me that it's a game. You play a ton of it, but the there's a lot of cinematics. But the thing about them is, is that the story's so good, and you want to know everything that's going to happen, and you love you like the characters so much that like, and you never get taken out of playing the game from watching mm-hmm. the cinematics, which for me is a big thing. Like yeah. you said, Corey, I don't like watching games. You know what I mean? I want to feel like I'm actually playing. Um, but I felt like this game did it perfectly. Yeah. One of one of the best comments I read in that regard, um, just reading these reviews, somebody was saying, oh, I'll just watch the Let's Play. It's the same experience. I'll just watch somebody play through it on YouTube. It's, it's the same experience. It's not the same away. experience and, at all. And, the, and you said it best when you – one of the first things you said about it, um, somebody commented, well, like, you don't know what it is – if your experience with it is just watching it, you don't know what it is to actually hold the controller in your hand and feel how heavy it is to walk through that world. Oh, and it totally is. I can't believe how well that whole thing came across. Just the, the whole atmosphere of the game, you're just like, damn, this would be just the worst. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know why somebody would even bother. And it's great that that, that, sort, of, that sort of transcends from the game through the controller to you is, is yeah. because you're controlling these two characters that you care so much about and their story yeah. is that you can almost feel them through the controller. Yeah. And the, and the, a big part of it too, is their, their relationship with each other. There's, there's things I want to say that I know I can't. I heard Ellie spoil funny. it. What? Don't spoil it. No. I'm really hoping it comes out for PS4. I'm not going to spoil it. I think they already are talking about that. Aren't they? Oh, that'd oh, be fantastic. My God. It's like a downloadable. Oh, Part of their backlog thing? It is. They should. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I feel terrible that you guys can't play a scam right now. I really do because it's fucking great. But where were we? I heard Ellie's really funny. Oh, the characters. I Yeah, I wanted to get into, like, what, what role does does Ellie play in the actual game? Ellen Page. It, no, <laughs> is it, what, what's her name? It's Ellie. Ellie. Is it Ellie? It is Ellie. But Come on. there's the whole Ellen you Page are, controversy. No, I swear that's her name. You guys are pulling my leg. I swear to you. Um, yeah, what what role does she play as your? Because you play as the what you, Joel? You play as both of them. Oh, okay. Well, in, and, in it parts. started with a chair. <laughs> You're talking about Juno? Yeah. <laughs> oh, movie. Juno. Um, that's another thing. I don't know if you really want me to get into. Okay. I don't want any spoilers. Uh, well, I didn't okay. know. Like, if you're like playing as one, if you're playing traveling together, no. If you're playing as one character, like, does the other one? What does the other one do? Do they just tag along and help out in combat and stuff? She or he helps out a little bit. Okay. Uh, some parts more than others. She's. You didn't play Bioshock, so I can't. Yeah, I was gonna say, would it be like Elizabeth? They've where been she compared. Po- point okay, points out things and They've lets you know when people are coming. There are little puzzles that she might tell you something. The puzzles are not hard by any means, and I saw that yeah. as a a negative also on some review. And I was like, I don't think they were going for puzzles Puzzle. at yeah. any point of yeah. the game. You know what I mean? I don't think that's what they wanted. Right. I would have been annoyed actually. That would have taken me out of the game trying to figure out puzzles. That would have pissed me off. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But yeah, she does say say things. She swears a lot and yells at people a lot, which is hilarious. Um, she's feisty, okay, which is great. 
She's definitely a very strong, independent 14-year-old woman. But you know what? Well, in that kind of setting where shit's gone on like that, I think the people of that age have to get that way. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, just the, the relationship that they have together and how it evolves throughout the game is really cool. Um, I can't explain it too much without giving things away, so I, I'm not going to. Am I going to cry at some point? I almost game? did twice. Uh-oh. And I don't ever cry during video games. Holy crap, that's not good. Well, uh, how far did you get? Uh, I beat The Last of Us. I did. Put it on the list. Yes, please do. Um, I actually did a review card that will be coming out shortly. Um, let's see. I, I wanted to mention I died 43 times during during my playthrough. It's not an easy game by any means. I played it on normal, too. Okay. Um, one of my friends actually told me he moved it down to easy because he was having such a hard time. Dang. One of our listeners, uh, I think it was Tito, he's going to talk about Last of Us and his feedback. He beat it on hard. Really? Which is commendable because it's not an easy game. Oh, boy, Tito. Yeah, I died 43 times. It took me a touch over 15 hours to beat. Felt like an hour. Nice. I just played right through. I, and when I wasn't playing, it was literally all I was thinking about. Like, I just wanted to get back. Yeah. And um, see what the fuck was going to happen. That's what's what's good about video games. Yeah, like I've, I've there have been few games where I felt like that. About Skyrim was one of them, but not to not because I wanted to see the story, right? Because mm-hmm. you want to see more of the world. Yeah, well, this was completely the story. When I was at a GameStop and my friend Johnny was buying this, um, the guy at GameStop said that that The Last of Us was an incredible game, and he was on his third playthrough already. Really? And he said each one has taken him longer to. Play. Well, that's one another cool thing about it, Dan. For somebody like you who likes to collect everything, there are a lot of collectibles in it. I like that. There's um, towards the beginning of the game, Ellie finds a comic book, and then you find comic books throughout. Huh? And I thought I was collecting a lot of them, but it turns out it wasn't. Right. <laughs> that's usually how it works. <laughs> I searched a lot in this game more than I usually do because you have to scrounge for supplies. Yeah. Like ammo is at a premium. It really is, and it definitely wants you to sneak around and use as little ammo as you can just in case you do get into trouble and you got to make your shots count for sure that's Um, awesome yeah it it wants you to sneak around and one of the things that i loved a lot about this game was that i think they call advanced listening you hold down the r2 button when you're you don't actually have to be in cover you just hold down the r2 button and if there are enemies within earshot or talking if it's humans they'll show up your screen kind of goes fuzzy, and they'll show up as like a yellow outlined figure. Mm-hmm. It'll show where they are and where they're moving towards, so you can kind of plot out your strategy of where you want to sneak around to. And it's just such a cool feature that they put in the game because the clicker um, zombies or whatever you want to call them, they only react to sound. They can't see you. Okay. So, and until you upgrade some of your weaponry, they kill you one hit, which is a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... The ways that they kill you. Actually, there's only one visual when they kill you. Same with the bloaters. But the bloaters, when they kill you, like, rip your face. Yeah. I mean, it it stops it at, like, right here. But you know what's happening, and you kind of see it. You know what I mean? Right. It's such a brutal game. Like, you you can perform really brutal kills on people. Mm -hmm. And Joel is a badass. Just And he's just a hard motherfucker uh-huh. you know what i mean somebody you just don't want to fuck with not because he's trained but just because he's just in that survival mode yeah you yeah. know what i mean and 
there's a lot of brutal kills that happen to you and you see brutal kills. I remember one part where another character cut a guy's head off and like, it's just such oh. a, the atmosphere, it's such a brutal thing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, but I've got so, a lot of so, notes here to touch on, but if you want keep ahead. asking questions, I'd rather do that. Well, I was going to ask. Yeah. Do you think The Last of Us is sort of the uh, turning off the lights on this generation of games? You oh, think that, yeah. That's it? They're not going to top it. The capstone. Yeah. There's no way they're going to top that game. Uh, it may be my favorite game I've ever played. Oh. Really? Even with Heavy Rain, I, I, wasn't, I was really into that story, but not to the level I was with this. So we're going to have to do our top ten. Yeah, again. and I feel like such a follower saying that, but it was so good. It lived up to everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really did. Um, Honestly, like when I was getting my Wii U, I was very, very tempted to just get a PS3 in this game. Couldn't have blamed I you. I honestly was that close I to doing really that. really couldn't have blamed you, Will. We have our fingers crossed that it's going to come out for PS4. Yeah. Well, I mean... It'll come out in some way or another. I'm probably not going to trade my PS3 in, so even if it doesn't, by the time I have a PS4, one of you can borrow it if you want to play it. Right. Um, yeah, there, there was one negative that I could think of that I didn't like. And that was some of the AI, which I've seen other people talk about. Um, and there was one character you get paired up with in sp- particular, um, like with the clickers, for instance, when you're sneaking around, it's such a huge part of the game and your teammates don't always follow suit with that. Like they'll run right into clickers sometimes. And get you into trouble. You get, you're fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, Cause you, the clickers could come up r- right behind you. And you wouldn't even notice it because you're, jackass that you're traveling with has run into them or making too much noise and ellie talks a lot sometimes during that and she talks loud enough where they would definitely hear her but doesn't always go through so the ai ai's can be shitty with your partners and the enemies okay which if i'm looking for something negative about the game that i guess that's fishing for something it is i mean no it's noticeable for sure it's not it's not fishing okay You, you do notice that and it can piss you off a few times here okay. and there, but um, can your companion like Ellie die and you have to start over? Like at the beginning? No, no, no. Like when you're playing in like combat, from your last like save. when no, like in combat, yeah. Can you like if does Ellie die? She for, can. Okay. I don't think that ever happened to me. Okay. Where I had to restart where I was because she died. I always had to do it because I died. Okay, that's good because I didn't want this game to feel like an escort mission. Yeah, like you're babysitting. Yeah. No. Definitely that's good. not. That's good. I never felt. I never felt like, oh shit, I gotta go find what Ellie's doing. Okay, that's good. Um, I always took care of myself first, and if a zombie was attacking her, you, you had time. You know, it okay. wasn't like a rush to get over there. Um, yeah. Any more questions before I just touch on my I notes? I think I'm good. Go ahead. My notes go are kind of unorganized. So. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was watching other like reviews of it as I was doing this, and I kind of bounced around all over the place. But just some things that I wanted to touch on. Um, I thought they mixed the stealth and the fighting very well. Um, if you had to fight, it was really tough, especially if you weren't ready for the clickers to attack you mm-hmm. in hordes, because what would happen is if one heard you, he would alert all the other ones and they just come running to where you are. And it's, if it's all clickers, I mean, you're, you're yeah. screwed unless if you were able to save up enough supplies to, to craft nail bombs, you could plant them. So if you if you were afraid that they were going to come running at you, or if you wanted them all to come running at you, you could plant nail bombs wherever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And Molotov cocktails were very good for that too, because 
there's bottles and bricks laying around, so you could throw them against the wall, and clickers would go look over there. You could hit them with a Molotov cocktail and just kill yeah. all of them, and then you're set, which I did do a couple times. Gotta love the Molotov But it's hard cocktail. to craft that stuff, because you got to find the stuff lying around right. to, to be able to do it. And the, 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 another really cool thing about the crafting is that it's all real time. Mm-hmm. So the game doesn't pause while you're doing it. I like so that. So you can get attacked, which happened to me a few times, so yeah. while you're crafting and you're screwed. Um, so that was really cool. Let's see. Um, I'm not going to say anything about what happens at the ending. I don't even know if I should say what I what I put in here. See, it makes you think about yourself. Okay. Which I love. All right. And kind of what you would do in their situation. I like that. Which was great. Uh-huh. I, and I, I, talk- I What's that? I, no, I was going to say, I read it described as, how do you show how much one person means to you or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Is that sort of what you're getting at? Yeah. Sorry. I, God, I wish I, we could really just get into it. It seems life-changing. I really wish we could just get right into it, but we well, can't. Well, once we all play it, we'll finally have a spoiler oh. uh, hangover episode yeah. on it. Yeah, because it just it makes you think about what you would do in their situation, not, not only at the end, but, like, the whole game. Like, yeah. would you be able to do this? I wouldn't. I'd nah. fucking give up. Yeah, <laughs> probably me too. You know, I'm big, but I couldn't do what Joel was doing. You know what I mean? It's right. like, eh. but the ending itself makes you think about your personal view on things. Okay. You know what I mean? Cool. And I mm. love that about the game. Yeah. I love a game that makes you think, like Journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are those are games that I love. Okay. Um, I've talked about the AI stuff relationships i actually thought it did a really good job of building relationships with the characters that you're not necessarily with for a long period of time and there's two in particular that i'm not gonna go any further with but there's two in particular that i really really enjoyed the parts where i was with them Uh um the music it's one of those things where you don't even realize the music's playing but it adds so much to the depth and feeling of what's going on and then you realize it's playing, and you're like, man, it's kind of creepy. The thing about this game, too, is that I don't think I would describe it as scary as much as I would just pure intensity at all times. Mm, I get it. You know, because I've shut games off before from being scared, and I was never tempted to do that. I was just, like, in, it's so intensely into it. You know what I mean? There was one part where I got a little intimidated to start playing again just because I knew I was like, oh, fuck me. How am I going to beat this part? Right. But, you know, I did it. It was, I got through it and, I'm, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Did um, you ever get any of those moments of relief where, like, you're in, like, a safe area? Always? Like, oh, you mean God. always, Corey? Huh? Yeah, always. Nice. Anytime you beat, like, a section where you're, you knew you just beat something, you're like, oh. you, Yeah, you exhale. I like that feeling. Yeah. There's actually a part where... You get into this very wooded naturey trail area where you get that kind of serene feeling. You're like, oh, this is good right here. I feel a little safer here. Uh-huh. But you still, still, you're like, you're intense. Yeah, because you, know you never know if something's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly. To upset the, oh, let's see. the serenity and peace. Another thing about the ending. I don't even think I should touch that. Don't touch it. I'm not yeah. going. I won't. I won't touch it. Um,. Another thing that everybody has talked about is the voice acting and the motion capture that Naughty Dog uses for their cutscenes. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just That's one of the things that allows them to use as much cinematics that they do but not take you out of it. It's just very real and it brings you even more into the story. So I think they, they did that very well. Um, mood I've talked about. 
one of the times I almost cried was actually at the end of the game, and it wasn't necessarily because of the ending of the game, but I was literally upset because the game was over. Oh, okay. And I'm not the kind of person that replays games, even this game, that I, I don't know if I'll ever replay it. Right. Especially because there's a multiplayer aspect to it, which I will get into. Uh-huh. But um, I literally, like, the game was over, and I just was, sta- I st- I was standing for the end of the game. I wasn't even sitting on my couch. Like, the last 15 minutes, I was standing up, and I was the game was over, and I was just like, I was watching the credits, and I was like, man, I just kept saying, what a good fucking game that was. If only you could I go through you, it all over again for the first time. I thought you were going to say, well, what the hell am I going to do now? Well, yeah, I, basically, it's the feeling I got, and I was just, like, sad because I was like, what? I mean, how was any game going to do that for me again? That was better than real life. It's way better what? than real life. Well, most video games are way better than yeah, real life. Yeah, you could say that about oh. Scapegoat. <laughs> but what movie? What movie was it that ended? Well, what do we do now? I don't remember. They ask the the like the main character, and he's like, I don't know. Like, I forget what he says. What movie is that? Oh, I, I, know. I know what you're I saying. I can't think of it either. I don't remember. But yeah, that's the feeling that I got. I was, was it, like, well, what the fuck am I? Was do it now? Pineapple Express? It sounds like something from a Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> it's older. Oh, that's gonna it's okay. gonna bug me. But yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. I just was really sad and just overcome by the whole the whole game that I had just played. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, just that feeling. I had goosebumps and I was just fuck. I just want to keep playing it, I'm, but it's over. I'm jealous. But at the same time, I don't think I wanted to make a sequel. I've heard that. That people don't want a sequel. And that's how I feel with like things like a movie that I love, like Dumb and Dumber. Just leave it the fuck alone. What about another game in the same universe? That I think I'd be alright with. But, but not with to be the same different characters. Story, yeah. You know? yeah, not the same characters. Just leave their story what it was. You're not going to do anything better for it. Right. It's good the way it was. Yeah. I've heard of some people not liking the ending, which I don't understand why. I really, really liked the ending a lot. Um, but yeah, no more about the ending. Um, the crafting, like I said, is really cool. You can upgrade all of your weapons, which is separate from the crafting. The crafting you can do anytime, as long as you have the, the inventory built up. Uh, the upgrading weapons, you'll find tool benches throughout the world to do it, and you have to upgrade your tools at the same time. There's tool set one through five, and you have to have certain tool sets to do certain upgrades for weapons. Uh-huh. Um, you'll get a shotgun. There's a revolver, a regular like 9mm pistol, uh, shorty, which is like a sawed-off hand shotgun almost, a hunting rifle, uh, automatic weapon, flamethrower. You can use a bow, which, by the way, I didn't touch during the game until the very end, and I was like, son of a bitch, I should have been using this the whole time. Yeah, because it's quiet. Yes, and I just didn't do it, and I feel like it, that's one thing I wanted to par- pass on to you guys when you do play it. Don't be afraid to use that bow. Okay. I just, I was always so worried that I was going to get ambushed that I had a shotgun at ready at all times with like three bullets and I'm like, I'll at least make it through for a bit if I have a shotgun ready where I was like, I can't pull a bow and arrow out and just shoot it. Right. You know what I mean? So use the bow to your advantage Uh when you're, when you're out there. Um, let's see. Mm, I think I just thought of it. What's that? Sorry. The movie? Is it Beetlejuice with the football players? No. I didn't watch Beetlejuice. What do we do now? Because I was familiar with it, and I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, there was something along those lines. I don't think that's what you're thinking of. 
But there was something I, along yeah, those lines. The, the, the football players are dead, and they're asking the, the woman. Yeah, because they think that, that she's their coach. And they're like, well, what do we do now? And she's like, I don't know. Maybe it's something else. Sorry, Eric, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, you're, you're fine. That, that's, that's basically all I, wa- I guess I wanted to touch on for the single player. I could never do this game justice, so really. I mean, if you if you have a PS3 and you haven't played it, you're, what the fuck are you doing? Or at least have it and are going to play it yeah. soon. I've, there's little excuse for you not playing this game if you have a PS3. There's no excuse. Right. Um, do that, for Christ's sake. Or send your PS3 to one of these three gentlemen so they can play it. <laughs> right. Um, yes, but I think as far as single player, that's all I wanted to touch on. Any other questions? No. Okay. I think you nailed it. You yeah. sold me on The Last of Us. Oh, God. I shouldn't have to sell you on The Last of Us, Corey. But I'm glad I did. <laughs> um, so we'll get into the multiplayer. I played I played a fair amount of the multiplayer. I haven't gotten into it enough where I was too comfortable talking about it. So I did watch some videos on some of the multiplayer stuff. Um, there, It's called Factions. And when you start it you pick either side you can be the hunters or the fireflies which are in the game another part of the story the fireflies are kind of a resistance that's built up to save humanity and that's a group in the game mm-hmm. i guess joel would be considered a hunter i guess um but they they do kind of work together at points so yes you pick either the hunters or fireflies side i picked the hunters just cuz it's kind of a lone wolf kind of thing. I uh-huh. don't know if I'd want to be a part of what the Fireflies had going on, so I picked the Hunters. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go the same route. As yeah, I, yeah, I figured you guys would probably <laughs> do the same. Um, let's see. So there's two modes of faction. There's... Oh, see, this is why I knew I was going to run into trouble. Let me see. Survivor and Supply Raid. I didn't play Survivors. Um, and I'm... The reason I didn't play Survivors is because I suck really bad and I get my ass kicked so survivors is you do not respawn it's there's a you team you get killed and you're dead yes you do, you're done and it, uh, which reminded me of search and destroy and call of duty um, you get one spawn and that's it um, and I guess that's the better of the two from what I'm understanding uh-huh. uh, it probably just is so intense and I wish that I had people to play multiplayer with because it's very, very team-oriented. Okay. And if you work together as a team and stick together, you're, you'll you win. Right. And I haven't been able to do that. For a, because I mute everybody immediately because I can't fucking stand listening to these people. A lot of them are speaking languages I don't understand, which I hate. Yeah. And they're really loud. And I hate that, so I've muted them. And if you can't work as a team, you're probably not going to win. So if you had a group of friends that communicate well with each other, you'd, you'd do pretty do well. well. You definitely would do well if you could you'd come up with a strategy. And oh God, there's so much that you could do with the multiplayer if you have a group of friends that you're playing with because you could just set up things and the you have the advanced listening is also a part of the multiplayer. So when you're stand, sitting still, the other team doesn't know where you are. But if you're running, you'll actually show up on their map as, as a big red dot. Uh-huh. Um, and they don't need to use the listening. But if you're just moving at regular speed without running, if they're using the advanced listening, they can see wherever you are on the map. But it is limited, which is good. That yeah. shouldn't be a unlimited thing in there. But yeah, if you, if you have a group with you, you can set up in different areas around the map and just ambush the fuck out of people. You know what I mean? And it's very team-oriented in that if it's a two-on-one situation, the one is not going to win very often, which right. is how it would be in real life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. In a survival situation like that. Um, 
another great thing about multiplayer is that the crafting goes over to the multiplayer and it's also in real time still which is such a cool thing because I've gotten killed while I was crafting right and a thing that I love is that they've spread out supplies for you throughout the the multiplayer maps and you usually will get spawned by one but I think you can only use the supply areas once uh-huh. each time but there's plenty throughout the map but you you got to be careful when you go to them because people will just come up on you right um, yeah so the basis for multiplayer is that you actually have a camp of survivors. They're called your clan. And you gain them based on how well you do during the game. And you gain supplies during the game. So the more supplies you gain, the more survivors you're going to accumulate throughout the multiplayer. And the basis is you want to just keep the survivors in your camp alive for as long as you can. And just get as many as you can. But I've gotten to the point now where I have enough. I want. I probably have around 40 or 50 survivors in my camp. And... They're starting to get sick because of how much I'm sucking. I find the more I've been playing, the worse I've been doing. Oh, I don't really? know why, but I think it's because people are starting to form teams, probably, oh, okay. and work as a team, where I just can't do that. Right. So, my people are starting to get sick, and they get hungry, and basically, you're stuck as Hunter or Firefly until everybody in your camp dies, and you just start over. So, mm-hmm. that's the story aspect of the multiplayer, which bring, it makes it different from other ones, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. Adds just a little bit more story. And a really cool thing they did with Facebook, actually, is you can integrate your Facebook friends as your survivors. Because it'll say, like, Dan Murtha is studying physics right now. Oh, okay. And it'll tell you what your survivors are doing. So well, that's kind of cool. It's, it's a cool thing for like Facebook, and it makes you, I guess... Or maybe you want some of those people to right, die. Right, <laughs> I put that in here. People you may or may not care about. Right. right. So and like, it just adds a little bit more personal touch to uh-huh. keeping your survivors alive. Yeah, which, which is, is always a good thing. It is. It's, it's really... Anything that can make it more personal for you is great. Yep. And I, I like that they did that, and... I only have like three Facebook friends because I only have it for the podcast. Right, right, so I, right. did, I just was like, ah, I'm not even going to bother doing that. Yeah. Um, another cool thing they do is, I'm not really sure about this too much, but they, they split it up into weeks and stuff like that and day one of week two. And you can pick a certain stat. I always pick downs because they count downs as a stat. How many times you've downed an opponent. There's downs and executions and it's not supplies. I can't remember what it is. Maybe it's supplies. Whatever it is you collect to be able to upgrade weaponry during the game and craft things. Um, yes, yeah, so if it's downs, which is what I always pick, because I get more downs than I do actual kills. Uh-huh. Um, if you get three, you get in a certain boost to your supplies. If you get six, you get in a, a more of a boost to your supplies and so on. So that's really cool because even though I'm doing poorly, I do still get a fair amount of downs so I can hopefully keep my people alive by just that boost that it gives me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Um, let's see. Marking enemies is a huge part of it for teamwork. When you see an enemy, you click the R3 button, and it'll mark for your teammates where they are. Mm-hmm. And there's abilities that you can pick. Also, I think you start with 10 ability points, and like say you pick a machine gun. That takes two of your ability points. It's kind of like in Halo, where you put your customization together. Yep. You have the points. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. Okay. And your your abilities are on there. So marking was one that I think you could get a boost that lasts three seconds longer. And it's actually it's really, really helpful. If you know where the other team is, that's such a huge boost to you. Mm-hmm. So I picked that one. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't remember all the boosts that you can get or the abilities. 
But I didn't play multiplayer too too much. I really wanted to make sure I had the game beat. Yeah, so. have the story done. But and I I probably won't play too much of the multiplayer just because I don't have anybody to play it with, and I'm not very good at it. And right. my team loses every time, so. I don't know how much of the multiplayer I'll play, but it is very good multiplayer mm-hmm. if you have people to play with. Okay. So, any but, other but, but about the multiplayer? Not, not game-changing like no, they said it was going like to. They, but they cool. It so- it, yeah, it does have its own cool stuff, like the crafting in the middle of it mm-hmm. and the survivor camp, obviously, are the two two things for me and the listening part of it. And just how team-oriented it is is really cool. Mm-hmm. So, okay. if you have people to play it with... You should really do it because I think it could be a lot of fun. Right. So, okay. Any questions about multiplayer? Nope. Anything else? Do you do you get to make your own character? Yes, you can customize his look and everything like that. Okay. Um. I don't. Yeah. You unlock uh, customizable looks, and you can you have an emblem mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Another cool thing when you do beat the game is that you can unlock. You get a wallet, and you earn money throughout the game. Um, you can unlock art for the game oh, and stuff like that. I like that, that sort yeah. of stuff. I did unlock a lot of it. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but so that's kind of cool thing mm-hmm. they did too. Okay. But yes, yeah, Last of Us is fucking amazing. Play it. Like if you have said. a PS3, it's a must must Oh my own. god, it's the the must own. Yeah. For any system. Okay. But all right. What a great way for them to go out. Yeah. Corey, were you going to say something? No, I really got to pee. Okay. Yeah, well, we're <laughs> going to take a quick break and be back with feedback and roundtable right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 101 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we got a voicemail, so we will start with the voicemail. Uh, here we go. Hey, this is Tito from Los Angeles, and I'm um, sorry I missed your 100th episode, but I still wanted to get a voicemail uh, message in congratulating you on 100 episodes. Uh, I really enjoy your podcast. I found myself actually listening to your viewpoints on games, and in just a short amount of time, I've played so many games based on your opinion um, and what you found with the games. I find and that uh, I share a lot of the same kind of uh, tastes in video games, and it's really helped me uh, kind of widen my my gaming library, and um, I've been trying out a lot of new games, so I thank you for that. Uh, I hope for another 100 episodes, and uh, keep up the good work. Bye. All right. Well, thanks for that, Tito. Yes. Um, I that's think we, why we do what we do. Exactly. Um, right there. That's exactly right, and I think not only do our listeners get their gaming libraries expand but i think all of us have played a lot more games than than we other especially eric i want i wanted to say eric especially because um i think eric's definitely expanded his his Uh, beating games and beating games that's (laughs) one of the things too eric's really been experimenting right (laughs) yeah um because i really only played rpgs for the most part and then the occasional shooter i don't think i would have gotten into all the indie games that i've gotten into if it if it wasn't for this podcast Mm -hmm. Um, no way so. Like a like a, a game like uh, fucking Proteus, right. I wouldn't have even been remotely familiar with. Thomas Don't starve. Th- Thomas was alone. Thomas was alone. Monaco. Well, yeah, it go, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, 
that's that's great. That that was one of our goals, but we also uh, make, definitely expanded our our tastes in gaming too. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, uh, there's no way I probably would have gotten into all the indie games that I've gotten into. I would I would have played a couple of them, but um, definitely like I probably would have never played Super Meat Boy or anything like that mm-hmm. if it wasn't for this podcast. So yeah, that Corey's exactly right. That is one of our goals. I listened for, to that voicemail at home and it warmed my heart. Yeah, it does warm. It warms the cockles. It we does. we appreciate it. Oh too. God, yeah. I'm gonna make it my new alarm clock tone. <laughs> I would that would be great to wake up to every day. Like today's gonna be a good day. I don't think I need something harsh sounding to wake me up though. That's the problem. I don't. No. I, I, a noise and I'll wake up. Okay. Yeah. You could drop it an octave and add another layer to it, and it'll sound like a demon voice. Yeah. I really <laughs> built my library. <laughs> uh, that would scare me. I think if it was deep, too That's deep. What- well, no. She likes that. Uh, anyway, so thanks for that, Tito. Uh, let's get into Twitter feedback. First was from uh, Gamer Goalie, Holy Goalie on Twitter, who says, "I liked Metro Last Light. Ending was messed up though, uh, and some frustrating parts, but it was fun." Uh, Corey actually just posted my my Metro Last Light uh, uh, review card, so that that was in response to my my review card for it. I really like Met- Metro Last Light too. What? Get this shit. Uh, I know how Eric hates PC gaming for the one reason that shit just doesn't work sometimes. Yeah, that's um, true. I booted up Metro Last Light last week. My game is, it's gone. My save is just, it's just gone. I can't oh, it. kicking Ow. the nuts. It's just gone. So you didn't, you didn't beat it? No, I was about halfway through. Uh-huh. Um, didn't play it for a while, and I booted it up yesterday. I was like, you know what, I really need, uh, I really need some Metro shooting. I need to, I need to shoot some some evil stuff in some some subways uh but my game was just gone huh and going <laughs> off of that i played a lot of hotline miami this past week i get to this one point in this one level as soon as i beat the level it crashes every time did it three times and the levels are hard to beat yeah just came out for ps3 Corey. just oh never mind <laughs> mother those are two games i want on my <laughs> list of games i've beat right because i've I'm halfway through each of them, and I just can't now. Now they're just done. It was just a waste of time. Right. While we're on that, Dan, what's the count at for games we've all beat? Uh, we're all at two except for Corey, who has three. <laughs> well, yeah, but to be fair, what are those three, Dan? Uh, the Swapper. That's, King, a, that's a good one. King Turn in a Dark Room. Yeah, so. I, King Turn counts more than the Swapper. King yeah. Turn was like a 20-hour That's a long game. Okay. Adventure. All right, a little more respectable than I remember. A dark room's kind of bullshit, I'll give you that. <laughs> okay, at least you're willing to admit it. Do you it. want me to cross but, it off the list? No, I think it counts. I, that was a good six hours I put yeah. into that. No, that's, counts, that's, right? that's enough. That's, yeah. I mean, we would count a Call of Duty. To the Moon is only four. four. Yeah. Right. I apologize for that comment, Corey. That was uncalled for. <laughs> well, I mean, I could see a dark room because it's, it's a text adventure, which is kind of still a janky, game. I was but... just being a dick. That's I'll too bad about your yeah, Met- you really were. That's too bad about your Metro Last Light though, Corey. Yeah, that sucks, man. I don't know how does that happen? How does how does it just disappear? Do you think you'll play it again? It's like the same thing with what? my uh Did you have it on Steam? No. Cuz I was going to say cuz if you it, <laughs> That's how it happens. If you had it on Steam, they they back up everything on the cloud, so. Which is fantastic because I played Magic the Gathering 2014 on my desktop. Uh and then I booted it up on my laptop. And it was there. 
And it was there. My yeah, save. It was that, nice. It was nice. That is a nice thing. That is really cool. Do you think you'll play it again, Corey? Uh, well, multi-directional. Speaking about Hotline Miami, said it crashes a lot, but he beat it, and that I should man up. <laughs> it is <laughs> one of those. It's like I, it, it had crashed for me a lot in the past, but now it's like at a very specific point. As soon as the victory music starts playing for the eleventh level, it crashes every time. So, it, see, I always, I always take re- like repeating crashes, like. That's got to be a graphics card issue. Um, I've heard. I've heard it's a sound. Uh, oh, that's even worse because there's not sound. as much you can do about that. No, I, they, apparently there's like a fan-made patch that fixes it, but I don't. I just the times I can play games is so limited that I don't want to spend it trying to fix the games yeah. that I have. No, I, I'll I'll be talking about that a little bit too later. Uh, some game crashing stuff. You guys and your computers. I didn't have any games crash on me this week. They, they certainly don't work perfectly. Let's let's put it that way. It pisses me off. I, see, I don't mind tinkering, but um, well, we'll get into like, it later. I don't even like my computer anymore. I'll have it. I'll give it to you for eight hundred. Nope. Everything. Nope. That's a good price. That's a good price. Okay. Well, moving on. Uh. Michael Minnesota on Twitter says, so I just played through To the Moon. Boy, did that get me right in the feels. It's a really good game. <laughs> Which I loved the, his saying, by the way. Yeah, get me right I in the feels. I chuckled when, he, when I read that. Yeah. Uh, that's one game I still tell everybody that they should play because I I, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's not a good game game, like the gameplay stuff of it. You but that's this, what I need right now? Is that game? Maybe. No. No. Nope. You need Magic the Gathering 2014. Well, yeah. Corey's right. Um, but as far as story's concerned, uh, To the Moon is fabulous. And I think it would make a good, like, indie movie, don't you? Do you think they could do that pretty well as a movie? To the Moon? Yeah. Starring whom? I don't know. I would have to think about that. Um, but I think it would make a good movie as long as Hollywood didn't do it, because they would screw <laughs> it up. They would try and turn it into a uh, an action play. <laughs> yeah. A shitty action movie. <laughs> I Born want the Bioshock movie. Yeah, Bioshock I'm movie serious. would be cool. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Definitely wait, because if The Last of Us story was as good as you were saying, I don't want you to have To the Moon, you know, not live up to that. Yeah, I need magic. Magic right. the Gathering. Yeah. Start playing right now. I agree. Good. All right, uh, Ryan in Iowa on Twitter says, "I'm looking at this Magicka collection for nine dollars on Steam. What do you think? Seems like something Dan might try. I did look into that. You did. I I wasn't sure, but I was like, ah, I'll put it on there just in case. Yeah, I did look into it. Um, it probably is something I I would have played and liked, but currently I am saving money for both the PS4 and Steam summer sales, um, which hopefully pop up any day now, but." Uh, I do plan, plan on spending a lot of money on... I have to get a Wii U, too. Um, but I do plan on spending a lot That's of money a on... bitch, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I have so, <laughs> so many, so much stuff to buy, so little money. I just uh, went know, on my Amazon wish list and put all the video game stuff I want on yeah, it. Yeah, me too. It's a lot. It is a lot. Will's got a Wii U now, and he has Monster Hunter. I know. That's what I need, too. I think that's, that was the goal for all of us, right? We all want that to yeah. happen. Yeah. I we want all that. need Monster Hunter Monday. Yeah. By the I'm way, for that. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about this right now, but I did want to maybe get that weekend together where we all play video games and nothing else. I Eric, want to do that. If, if you put it together, 
it would be a lot easier for me to get the okay from the missus. Okay. Now, I'm assuming it's going to be up here, Corey? I think uh, – here's what I think we should do is we should get, like, like a cabin, maybe, like, Ithaca or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just for, like, a long weekend, you know, yeah. like a three nights or something like that. That would be fantastic. Somewhere inexpensive. Dan, you think you can pull that off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we could no just – I mean, we could do a we could do a thumbstick athletes thing and we could just oh, hang out. So great. And act like idiots for three days. Drink and play video games. There's nothing that sounds better. I need that. I need a vacation. Sure. And that's what it needs to be. I don't need a vacation, but that sounds great. <laughs> All right, but anyway, you. back to the feedback. Yeah, uh, moving on to Facebook feedback. Uh, but, yeah, I did I did look into the magic thing, but I'm, I'm holding off. Steam sales are coming up soon. I'm going to spend a lot of money, so – uh tito on facebook says i appreciate the shout out dan's dad uh i don't know how to feel about microsoft going back on their drm policy and giving giving into the masses it's a win for the consumers in the short term but maybe long maybe long term but we really don't know how it was going to play out i essentially looked at it as an experiment what policy would win out ps4 standard business for the past couple of decades or xbox one's new connectivity requirement and the family share plan uh, maybe it would have created a revolution that we would come to love after come la- come to love later down the road. I need to zoom in on this a little bit. Okay. Uh, maybe it would have created a revolution that we would come to love later down the road. Sure, people were complaining uh, at first. I hated the idea of not being able to buy cheaper used games, but we can't predict the future. Uh, consumers are easy to fear when when something new is forced on us. Facebook's news feed, for example, was extremely unpopular. Uh, but remember Valve's big move? People didn't like Steam at first. Now it's almost better than sliced bread. Are we holding ourselves back? Thoughts on that so far? No. Yeah. I'll I will agree and disagree with that because I liked how things were gonna happen. I liked how PS4 was what people wanted and Xbox One was not what people wanted, but what Xbox wanted for the future. And I wanted to see how that played out before I jumped ship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So like I I, I it sucks that um, they kind of reneged on that. I think that's kind of what Tito's saying too. Yeah. So that's that's the agreeing part. What do you? I guess what do you... I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. Then is, okay. You know, it, it sucks that uh, we're not going to see how that will pl- will have played out. Right. Um, yeah. In um, the long run. Well, one, and one of the things <laughs> Microsoft was going for what was the digital distribution model, um, but there is some differences with you know they comp- they said they wanted to make the console version of Steam. Yeah, that's fine and good, but like. With Xbox, they were going to have control over the store and the prices in the game. Steam has competitors in Amazon and Green Man Gaming as well as physical copies. So they, Steam has a lot more competitors than than Microsoft would have had with you know with with their online digital like Xbox Live Game Store. So there's definitely more competition there. Microsoft would have had complete control over uh, all the games that were sold on their marketplace, whereas yeah, but I mean Steam has other competitors. They're the only thing Microsoft has, and Sony for that matter, are their exclusives that aren't on PC for the most part. Yeah. And, I mean, those are offered digitally anyway. Right. No, but 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 I'm, I'm saying for as far as Microsoft is concerned, their whole reason for doing all this was to make a console version of Steam. But it's nothing right. like Steam because it doesn't have the competition that Steam does with Green Man Gaming and GOG and Amazon even, you know. Yeah. So that that was just my that was my point. 
Yeah, um, but no, I'm, I'm with you. But I agree. I, I still think they could do the their 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 family share plan, all that stuff. I think I talked about last week their family share plan and all that stuff for digital downloads. Have the the console game, and you have all the control over the console game that you want. But if you buy a game on the digital store, um, then that's when their DRM policy is the 24 hour check in would apply. Etc. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna disagree with you on that, Dan. That's fine. It's just it's like. And and I made the argument last week, like, this is why we can't have nice things kind of thing. Like, well, you know, we we wanted to give you that, but now we can't yeah. because you're a bunch of assholes. Yeah. See, I just... It's almost, almost the vibe that I'm getting from Microsoft. No, I agree. Um, but I think there was room for both is is my point. I'm just trying to think of how that would... How that would... Well, if you, if you have the physical copy of the game, you can trade it in. Blah blah blah. You don't need to, you don't need to check in. You have the disc. You know whatever. Uh, but if you buy a game from their digital store, which hopefully would be cheaper, who knows? I, I still don't necessarily believe that. But if you buy a game from the digital store, that's when the twenty four hour online check in would would matter, and that's that's when you could do the family share plan sort of stuff. You know. Yeah. This is something I need to graph out. Right. It's like, well, the thing is, 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 is it's almost, it's like, okay, we have this digital thing and this family sharing plan, which is one way to distribute the game. Yeah. And we, and, and the disc base is another way. And within both of those methods of distribution is there are ways for people to get around it. Um, and if you allow both, then there's just two ways for people to get around paying rather than one way. If it's just the digital and the family share, that's one way. If it's just the disc um, and sharing the disc, that's one way. But if you allow both, then there's two ways for people to get around it. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like that's too many ways for Microsoft to justify. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, does that make sense? Yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. But like, I, I don't feel like they should ab like abandon their entire future vision um, just to sell some well, consoles exactly. at the beginning that, of the kinda... cycle. Yeah, and that's kind of my opinion of the whole thing is, no, I, I didn't like what they were doing at all, but I, I was kind of interested to see how it would play out, Yeah, and now it's just gone entirely. And maybe that is maybe that is Microsoft saying, well, you know, screw you guys. This is what you did. Now we're not going to know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think we're still all kind of in the wait and see thing. Um, I really think that they'll try and, and, and re rehash all this stuff later on down the road, you know. <clears throat> I found out all I needed to find out, and that's that Titanfall is coming to the 360. So, <laughs> right. bye so bye, so Xbox that's One. All, that's all that matters. Yeah, I'll, I'll end up probably getting it for PC if if, if it doesn't eventually come to it's PS4. Yeah. Well, It'll come to PS4. That's what I said too. In my in my watch out for, I don't I don't know if I said that, but I think oh. it will because because it's EA and they're going to want to sell it on all systems. Unless so. Microsoft is throwing them a ton of money. Well, I heard that that's what they're doing, but I think eventually EA will get around that somehow because they'll make so much more money too. Um, Even if it's just like three months exclusivity or yeah. something like that. Yeah. They'll they'll find a way around it, no doubt. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, also, Tito's feedbacks about, talking about The Last of Us. I really enjoyed The Last of Us. However, playing on hard difficulty made me not only enjoy it as much as I think I would have on normal. Uh, that's 
that's the last time I take Kotaku's advice and try a game first on a hard difficulty. Uh, and I'm not the kind of guy who will change the difficulty to make it easier because then the computer wins, in my mind at least, but I did beat it. Woo! Nice job, yeah, Tito. Clap for that. Nice job. I like that uh, the ideology that can't let the computer win. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. I don't like letting the computer win either. Screw the computer. Yeah. You don't want to be outsmarted by ones and zeros. Although if I do go back to Bioshock, I'm going to have to change it to easy. Yeah, thank you. Pretty, pretty screwed hard. where I'm at. Oh, that's right. You don't have any stuff. No. Uh, and then his rant. Uh, and and as and as with all stealth games, or at least The Last of Us trying to be a stealth game, uh, you get the annoying AI of enemies miraculously knowing knowing where you are. Hard mode was particularly nasty because the human characters, after taking out one or two of them, would start casually walking to your exact location constantly. For example, in one level, after Ellie is given the rifle for the first time, you take out an area of hunters before continuing. The first 30 minutes, I died twice. Then on my third try, I realized I could go on the second floor uh, and maybe pick off some people. But the moment I go to the second floor, I realized all six enemies were essentially following me, even though they shouldn't know where I was. It was obvious that in the programming of the AI, the enemies are reacting to exactly what you're doing to make things harder when they shouldn't know at all. Uh, well, while in listening mode, I saw all of them in a line walking up the stairs, and two of them eventually reached my exact location. I'd just like to say in the first 30 minutes, uh, not once did any of those enemies search the second floor, but only until I went up there. I was so dumbfounded, I nearly wrote on, on Naughty Dog's forums complaining, uh, which you got into the AI a little bit, Eric, mm-hmm. right? Um, that that does That's ridiculous. Um, I, I, I hope that gets fixed in the next generation of games is is better ai because he's absolutely right that's 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 not ai that's them just knowing where you are and that's it's like it um, takes you out of the game a little bit to have stuff like that happen it's like some of the issues with first person shooters that like enemies will spawn in closed off rooms and it's just it's just weird well that was one of my issues with dead island and we'll talk about dead island a little bit later because that's in feedback too um but, but but them just coming out of nowhere it's it you know you you would take the time to clear out clear out a little spot and make yourself safe and then they would just spawn out of nowhere and and sc- sc- screw you up you know especially in a game like that where you know you're relying on your senses to keep you safe it's annoying uh moving on i love the menu system uh and how it doesn't pause time uh it really creates a sense uh, really creates tense moments in between battles, especially as Ellie gives urges gives urges you things like hurry up, Joel, or I hear something. And, of course, Naughty Dog's staple motion capture shines through with splendid acting and animation. All games need to start mo-capping their cutscenes. It just adds believability to the acting. No more awkward arm movements that look like flailing or seeing Mass Effect characters all have the same animation when sitting or how they all lean back and cross their arms while talking. Uh, Bioware is a big culprit of awful animation. Uh, there are a lot of smaller bugs throughout The Last of Us that occasionally took me out of the experience, but I thoroughly enjoyed the game. From the beginning, middle to to end, it was well executed and better gameplay than its competitor for Game of the Year, Bioshock Infinite. Infinite had a great story and a better beginning, uh, but the gameplay was a bit on the weak side, and the middle portion of the game just wasn't nearly as memorable as the beginning and end. In fact, I found Infinite's middle act fairly forgettable. The Last of Us, however, was solid throughout Sorry for the long feedback. It's only because I missed getting missed in getting my top ten games last week's episode. Uh, so moving on. He had another one. I th- I think I don't think we did this one. 
We didn't do his top ten, right? No, because he said he missed the hundredth episode. Yeah. Okay. So. Can I? Can I just before we jump to the next thing? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I just want to acknowledge how much I agree with the Bioshock Infinite critique. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you which, saying that, Corey. It's something we talked about a lot. That, that game was so close to being great, um, and it just it just it, it fell apart in in the middle. Really, it was it had a great, uh, excellent opening and an excellent ending. And the opening and the ending were not related in any way, which they should have been. And the middle was just forgettable. And I, I agree 100% with that. Yeah, I really don't remember what happened in the middle of the Funny game. Funny you say that, Corey, because... Never mind. I'm not going to say a, a thing about that. <laughs> Never mind. More spoilers. <laughs> and he's right about the gameplay. Yeah. Because that was one of... that was I was on our website. Uh, I, oh, I was looking at my... Or no, I don't know what I was doing. I was farting around on the website. Um, and I saw my review card for Bioshock Infinite, and it said that the the shooter elements were okay, but nothing, nothing, nothing great. Right home about. No, nothing great, nothing new. He's absolutely right about that. So, okay. Uh, also, Tito, this is Tito's top ten. Uh, due to missing the hundredth episode, I thought I'd still give you my guys my top ten list. Also, I do plan on talking about The Last of Us, which I beat on hard the other day, uh, which we covered that. Just read. Yep. Uh, only my top three, maybe four, I'm really sure of and are set in stone. Five through ten are actually in no particular order. I generally don't do favorites. Honorable mentions, Pokemon Red and Blue, A Link to the Past, Journey, Halo, Heavy Rain, Wii Sports. I can get 300 in Wii Bowling on a regular basis. I played that shit so much, which that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number ten, ESPN NFL 2K5. It's the best football game ever made, and at only twenty dollars. Agreed. Yeah, it was a game you'd be happy spending sixty dollars for. Yet you only paid twenty. Lots of fun extras in that game too. Uh, totally agree. We actually got me and Erica, our friend Graham, to play it quite a bit um, when we would invade his apartment, and he was never never liked sports. Graham never touched a football in his life. No, exactly. He really got into the Titans, <laughs> but he, though, didn't he? Yeah, we, we used to play as the Titans. And, and Eddie it was, George and Air McNair. Yeah, it was such a fun game uh, that we even got him to like it. So. He did. That was, that's an, an impressive feat for a football game. Hopefully 2K can get back in the football-making thing, but that's yeah. doubtful. Uh, number nine, Ocarina of Time. Had a hard time picking this or Link to the Past, but a great game. Number eight, The Walking Dead. Amazing storytelling and characters, and the ending was extremely well done. Last fight you have with no music playing in the background really raised attention and drama. It felt real. And oh man, that last scene. Will? Wait, what? I totally zoned out. I'm sorry. The Walking Dead. Oh the my last God. scene. The last scene was closest I've been to crying in a video game other than Two to Moon. Okay. It was very touching <laughs> two to and moon. sad. Two, two to Moon. Two to Moon. <laughs> two to Moon. <laughs> Number, leave me alone. Number number seven, Psychonauts. Uh, funny dialogue with great gameplay. The game levels are designed where you play a character that is essentially helping others with their inner demons, their fears, or mental instability by entering their minds, much like Inception. And all the loot items to collect are clever, cleverly done, collecting mental cobwebs, sorting out literal emotion, literal emotional baggage, etc. Psychonauts is a funny game. That just blew my mind because I recently started playing Psychonauts and. I've, I've seen all these things, but I haven't seen them come together like you just explained them. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to play it again. Yeah, I have Psychonauts now on Steam because I got it part as part of the double humble double fi- humble double fine bundle. I think I have so, Psychonauts too. Yeah, I've been meaning to get around to it. Uh, number six, Mass Effect Three. I found that the Mass Effect series has probably the best pacing of any video game out there, which is 
uh, why it's so easy to do multiple playthroughs. The DLC really helped me out, uh, or helped me put this over Mass Effect 2, and the game mechanics were better than Mass Effect 2, much like Mass Effect 2 being better to play than Mass Effect 1. Number five, Chrono Trigger. I actually never beat this game, but I love the combat and story. Uh, teaming up with a teammate for combos was fun and time travel. Uh, and being able to carry your playthrough after beating beating the game, see all the different endings at different times of the game is such a cool feature. Yeah. Number four, Bioshock. So much to say about this game, but everything was so well done about this. The reveal of Rapture was great. The worlds that Levine and the creators make are so well realized. Bioshock is filled with creepy, memorable, fantastic scenes. It also features a great dialogue about the nature of video games and the agent slash player. I feel like with um, Ken Levine and Bioshock, it's it's less about making a game and more about capturing a, a like a realized uh, extreme ideology. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and he, they he does a really good job of doing it. Yeah, it's Absol- great. Absolutely, I really want to read the book now. By the way, too, Dan, I'll give it to you, man. Well, of course, I, I gave you the Guild Wars book, and you didn't read that. I'm, I, I've been hey. I've been listening to audio books. I, I have a hard time finding time to read. There's probably an audiobook version of the Bioshock book. Yeah, because I would probably, um, probably somebody that. commented in the chat that you get the whole backstory in the game, which is true uh, through the audio. What do they call them? Voxophones or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they're yeah. called in Infinite. But none of that stuff registered with me as I was playing. Well, that that and it doesn't it doesn't paint a complete picture as yeah. complete as the the story would. Right. Right. Um, because because I did li- I listened to a lot of those and, and yeah they they it it tells excerpts from different perspectives of different characters which all of those characters in the voxophones uh, is it voxophone I hate it's, it's not voxophone in the that. old Bioshock games it's it, voxophone it's something like that new, yeah audio um, but all of those characters that have those are in the book oh yeah perfect it's great so you get a more three dimensional picture of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Golden Three, the only three games I actually care about. This is uh, continuing Tito's feedback. Uh, number three, Uncharted 2, better than most action-adventure movies. The motion capture used for acting acting out the scenes really brings out the characters. It makes every other game animation look awful. Uh, this game has a lot of funny improvised dialogue as well. Overall, it is a great game. I had a blast playing this. Naughty Dog knows what they're doing. Boy, I'll say Number two, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, the first game to use CG, and number two on GameStop's mo- GameSpot's most inf- influential games of all time. And the CG really does help add to the experience and mood that, honestly, I just couldn't get when play- trying to play Final Fantasy VI after hearing it was much better in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, that's from the CG, graphics, and music. I plan on forcing myself to play through Final Fantasy VI, though, at some point. Also, I- this- go ahead. I, I just want to you know, finish, finish his thought. Okay. Uh, also, nostalgia comes into playing this game. Uh, while the marshmallow character models are ugly now, it was such an incredible journey for me to play that I'll never forget. I love the material system, and, and Sephiroth was a great villain. I also know there's a whole Sephiroth versus Kefka debate, but I don't care. That's for a whole other episode. Ooh. Uh, well, first of all, I'll put the Sephiroth to Kefka debate to bed right now and, and tell you that Kefka is the better villain. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Agree to disagree. But my my bigger point is um, I can remember when Final Fantasy VII was coming out for the PlayStation. It was like a launch game or early, early. It was uh, early in the release of, right? Yeah, it was early in the the PlayStation launch or PlayStation release. The commercials were so incredible, and I was so jealous that we didn't have a PlayStation 
when it came out because I wanted to play it so bad. It looked so awesome. And it's funny that you look back on it now and it looks like complete garbage <laughs> relative to Final Fantasy VI, which still looks awesome. Yeah. Um, it's just that sprite 16-bit. It's, it's, that, that'll never Ages die. People yeah. are still making games with the sprite-based. I mean, to the moon. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's a good pick. And that was on my top ten list, but fell off most most recently for a variety of reasons. But yeah. I'm I'm with you right there. If, if if you played that and didn't play Final Fantasy VI, I could see that being your favorite game of all time without question. Mm-hmm. Well, that was number two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's one more on top of it. Um, and going back and playing Final Fantasy VII, like after maybe about an hour, you don't even realize that the graphics look bad. You just get so absorbed into the world and the and the characters and the story. True. That and you the don't, you don't you, music. You, oh my god, the, the music absolutely. You don't even think about. The fact that the the as he as he put the marshmallow character models, he's absolutely right. They are ugly, but you don't you don't think about it after you play the game for a little bit. Um, it, it it goes away really quickly. Um, that's actually one I got to get through playing again too. Um, no, now that now we're talking about, it, I want to play it again. <laughs> yeah, you fucking guys. Exactly. <laughs> so, I want to play Final Fantasy so, VI again, dude. So I can't, I just can't. I'm just like, what? When we do guys... our weekend of video gaming, we'll just no, play that, and, fuck and that. then Eric can sit there and play something else. You know that, that that'll take up the whole weekend, though. I'll set this up for you guys, and I'll go do something else. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Uh, number one, Pal. Tito's number one of all time is Shadow of the Colossus. I felt something the first time when playing a video game that made me realize, yes, games are art. Also, games can never get giants to move correctly. Uh, it never feels like they have the proper weight and momentum that a 60-foot-tall monster should have. Shadow of the Colossus is the only game that does it right, and that small detail to the movement of these great beasts add a shit ton to the experience. So much so that your jaw drops when you see a 70-foot-long serpent fly through the air and you realize you have to find a way to take it down with nothing but your sword, bow, and your sidekick, aggro. Which, by the way, I believe is the Colossus I'm at right now. Okay. Nice. Uh, so, I mean, I think... Did, has anyone played Shadow of the Colossus besides Eric? I played it... I played, like, the first ten minutes of the game. Okay. That's it. So Eric's the only one with some experience. I played about two hours. Pretty good? We'll talk about it in a bit. Oh, that's right. That's right. We, we've we got uh, what we played this week coming mm. out pretty soon. But that's the old... Uh, that's the old Jurassic Park, man. Like, Jurassic Park nailed dinosaurs. We haven't seen dinosaurs like that since Jurassic Park. Yeah, speaking nineties. Speaking of Jurassic Park, my wife has never seen Jurassic Park. What? Uh, here's the thing: I give her shit all the time for it. So when we got our Blu-ray player, the first Blu-ray she she bought was Jurassic Park. Nice. Wait, um, did you guys watch it yet? Not yet. I think tomorrow oh probably. God. I know. I give her crap. I'm gonna the... be there for that. Isn't there I, I, another movie she hasn't seen? There's a lot of them. She didn't see a lot of movies when she was younger. Yeah. So. She missed out on a lot of good good stuff. Well, I had a friend that couldn't watch PG-13 movies. Will? Yeah. Was it? <laughs> he was really? too busy washing his hands. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't listen. Why? He doesn't he's care. A nice, he's that, a nice guy. That yeah. poor kid. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so thanks for that, Tito. Uh, that's, a good, that's a solid top ten list. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a well thought out. I, re- I, I have I, a lot of respect for his number one pick. Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. I got to get a drink before I keep reading. Oh. Eric, did yeah. you buy the Shadow of Colossus eco package? You know I did. 
Oh man, have you played Eco yet? No. Alright, I'm interested in your thoughts on that. I just, <clears throat> and this is based solely off of the music from e Eco and the way it looks, it's probably a little more up my alley than Shadow of Colossus is. Alright. I think. I could be completely wrong. That's. That, I mean, I bought. I bought the the Shadow of the Colossus Eco pack as well, and, yeah. and that's the vibe I got. That's why I went for Eco over Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. But. Well, I I had been wanting to play Shadow of the Colossus for a while, and then I, it was his number one game, and it, like I said, it was something completely different. So that's what I. It's. Did you see that movie with um, Adam Sandler and is uh, it Tim Meadows? Um, where Adam Sandler is a New York City resident. His wife died in 9-11. He redoes his kitchen every week. Uh, does anybody know what movie I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of I it. I think I saw it, but I don't remember it. But anyway, the game that Adam Sandler is always playing in that movie is Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Feedback. 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 Uh, this is from Ryan in Iowa who says, How about them Blackhawks? Man, oh man, I love that they won almost as much as them winning in Boston and ripping everybody's hearts out. I thought Char and Lucic were going to cry uh, when they did the handshake tradition. Sorry, Boston. Stop being such hateful goons. Get yourself a netminder that doesn't buckle under pressure, and maybe we'll see you next year in the same oh, spot. Damn. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Uh, that being said, my buddies and I thought the game was going to go to overtime again. I thought Taze showed his leadership and Brian Bickle showed his size and puck skill around the net, uh, which is a huge different maker, huge difference maker. Uh, those are also the reasons why Bickle and his agent are going to get a dozen phone calls when he hits the market in a few weeks. When you, when you watch that replay though, it's like for whatever reason, it doesn't feel like a Stanley cup winning goal. It feels like a bullshit garbage well, goal that you'd get in an exhibition Corey, game. If you remember the last time they won Patrick Kane's goal was no, uh, no, that was not spectacular either. <laughs> that really? one trickled in too. No, don't you don't remember, remember that? that. That's funny though. It was against Philly, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was terrible. That one trickled in too. <laughs> Nobody even knew it went in. Yeah. And then except him. Yeah. Except him. And then he's like jumping around. Everybody else is like, what the fuck's what this happened? problem? You know, they thought he just like saw some chubby girl in the crowd that he liked. <laughs> Absolutely, Got a limo with her. Yeah. I actually of that game, I watched the first two periods and then I went to bed because I've been I've I've been wor back at work this week, so I have to get up early. And of course, I missed all the action, and I haven't watched it since. But I should. I watched. I feel the disappointed. First period and the last two minutes of. The third period, which is mm -hmm. nice because I got to see the, yeah. the goal. The good stuff. I, good, I didn't watch stuff. much at all. My my lack of cable really hampers me for that. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, uh, only games two and three were on NBC Sports. Well, do you, do you get that. NBC? Yeah. I don't get anything. Oh, really? No. The I thing have... is, Eric, even if you get nothing, the if it's on NBC, you can go to NBC.com and they stream the game from that website. Well, I didn't know that. I, I, ha that I have an HD antenna if you want it. You know what would that do for me? That'll get you a network channels really nbc abc cbs do you have I, mean, a, I don't need it right now do you have a coaxial plug-in in the back of your tv you're speaking everyone does no i my olivia olivia tv doesn't have one in it i don't buy it it I doesn't don't fucking know i mean yeah, i don't need it right now enough. there's no sports that i really want to watch right now so well it's hockey oh, wait is that in. is that my olivia tv yeah that i bought from you like a couple months after you bought it before you went For back to school bucks? how's that doing it's great 
It still looks as nice as the day day I bought it from you. Nice. It's that TV is like seven years old or something like eight years old. It's old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, still, it's a 1080i TV. It still works really really well. So. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that was cheap when when you bought it. It was only five hundred bucks, I think, when you bought it. It's five hundred bucks. I thought I was thinking two hundred. No, oh, it was yeah. it was five hundred like eight years ago or whatever. What's, what size is that? Thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I still get compliments from people like, "How? Well, that picture on that TV is really good." Well, like, yeah. what I do, and I did this with the uh, Logitech that I have in our living room now, is um. I don't necessarily buy the cheapest big screen TV I can find. I go to like Consumer Reports and stuff. Yeah, and see what's good. Find, yeah, and see what's like what's a good quality picture as yeah. opposed to you know what's inexpensive and big. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which is what, which is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> which is what Will pointed out. Back back to Ryan's feedback. How about our guy Patty Kane? He's the most humble dude in the room and only the fourth American player to get the Smythe Trophy. So let's all have a drink or shot on him and the rest of the Blackhawks. I'm down for that. If I had one. Mm. You know, there's there's few people I want to be more so than John Tays or Patrick Kane. Oh, God. Of course, yeah. I want to be Patrick Kane. I think They're just a couple of shits that have already won yeah. two Stanley Cuffs. I, although now I kind of want to be Corey Crawford, too, it turns out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, wow. What a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Kane is probably my favorite hockey player. He he's, might be my favorite awesome. athlete, actually. He's pretty really? awesome, dude. Yeah, he really it's might be. Like, did you see him on Letterman, Eric? No. Was it good? It was pretty funny. Um, he, they do their, their interview or whatever, and then uh, uh, David Letterman asks Patrick Kane a question. As, as Patrick Kane is answering, David Letterman goes behind the chair and pulls up the Con Smythe trophy, and he's like, I just wanted to give you this. And Patrick Kane's like holding. He's like, "Oh, thank you." And then David Letterman goes behind his desk and pulls out the Stanley Cup, and he's like, "Here, take this and go outside." So Patrick Kane picks up the Stanley Cup and goes outside the studio, and a cameraman follows him, and he's out on the street. Is is David Letterman in New York? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's in New York. Um, Pat Pat Kane goes out with the Stanley Cup on the streets of New York, just walking around, and then he goes to like a street corner and holds it up, <laughs> and they start taking pictures of him, and then they start spraying him with a fire hydrant as he's holding it up. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like there's like five people around and they're just looking at him like, like what the hell? What's, what's going, going on? on, dude? What if you were walking around, That's Corey? And you saw Patrick Kane oh, with the Stanley God. Cup on the fucking street corner. I'd probably just take a picture and not say anything. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Uh, Eric, I'm glad you were wrong about the outcome of the series, but Me ho- too. hopefully, hopefully, you are too. Uh, also, uh, you know, I want to hear your take about Lindy Ruff to the stars. I don't really have an opinion on that. I don't know shit about the Western Conference. I know they have Jamie Benn and mm-hmm. Louis Erickson. They've got some good players. Yeah, but I like Lindy Ruff. I hope he does good. I hope that the Stanley Cup Finals are Dallas and Buffalo next year, and mm-hmm. Buffalo wins in four games. I look forward to doing our predictions when, uh, right before hockey season starts yeah. again. That'll be fun. But I Can wish I him just... all the best. I love Lindy Ruff. Mm-hmm. Can I just share something briefly while it's I... still fairly close to it? I guess. Yeah. Uh, Tito filled me in. The movie I was talking about that featured Shadow of the Colossus is called Rain Over Me. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that. Yeah, with Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle, not Tim Meadows. Okay. I always get Don Cheadle and Tim Meadows mixed up. Same yeah. Else. Oh, yeah. Don I could see Cheadle. that. I could see that. From Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but that's it. Yeah. That's All right. 
I think you can pencil Michael in Minnesota and I in for a ton of Battlefield 4 with Eric and Will. <laughs> Penciled in. And poss- poss- possibly me, too. No, I, I haven't I haven't quite decided Dan, yet. And you're in. We'll see, we shall see. Come on. Dan, come on. I, I'm going to have to see uh, what, what the other launch titles are going to be first. Because um, really I, pro- I probably... No, didn't. The list. What? They released the list. I saw it on IGN. Did you? I'll have to check that Are out. Are you sure it's not just like a current list? And no. not like... Or po- and possibilities. I think you're full of shit. Look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. Finally, Idaho, Idaho Jake and I uh, <laughs> denoted that his team won the Super Bowl and my guys won the Stanley Cup. Maybe next year, you're, maybe next year your teams can get it done. The Giants and the Predators, of course. Sorry, Eric. We all know your Buffalo teams have some rebuilding to do in the next year or two. They have rebuilding to you to do every next year or two. Right. Let's not joke here. Okay. Uh, Bills, Super Bowl. Not a couple, fucking chance. Uh, not this year, but. Oh, it all hinges on manual. Right. On, on how If you have performs. a quarterback, you could go every year. Right. That's true. That's why the Packers will have a chance every year. That's why the Patriots Look have a the, chance every year. Even the Patriots, I mean, they lost every offensive weapon they had to murder <laughs> or, you know, anything. Any of the above. Right. Um, and they're West, still West gonna Walker's be good. gone too, right? Yes, he is. They're still <laughs> going murder. to be good. Right. Because they, they, they Tom will, Brady is their quarterback. Right. They will compete with no players. Guys like Danny Woodhead excel in that offense. Right. Wherever he went, he'll be terrible. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, we won't do anything again. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could, I could, I could run a wide receiver route and uh, look good for the Patriots. Oh God, yeah, and you, and, and you could run a receiver route, and Tom Brady would hit you right in the chest with the with the football. The other, Probably kill you though. The other Probably thing kill about you. It, yes. Yeah. Careful who you're running on the field with. Um, the other thing about that too is a look at uh, like Eli Manning with the receivers he has. Steve Smith was holding out for the whole offseason until recently. He wouldn't be nearly what he is if he went to, like, Buffalo or even uh, even a team with a decent quarterback like the Bengals oh, and mean, Andy Dalton. You mean Hakeem Nicks? No, is, is Steve Smith? Steve Smith was a couple years ago. No, Cruz, Victor Cruz. Cruz. That's what I'm thinking of. Cruz. He's okay, but it's the quarterback that makes them look better than they actually are. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. all about quarterback. If you have a quarterback, you can win. Yeah. It's um. I mean, uh, going back to hockey, it's it, a de- a good defense can make a goalie look really good because sure. they force the offense to shoot from bad spots. Yeah, it's like uh, baseball. It's pitching. Mm-hmm. There's something in each sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basketball. It's the referees don't call out of bounds their three point line. Yes. So sounds pretty accurate to me. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I call what I see, Corey. Um, I is what I is. And then he finishes off by saying, thanks a bunch, fellas. Eric, buy Kane a shot for me if you see him in the God, off season. you know I would. Does he live in Buffalo, do you know? He's from Buffalo. I don't. Yeah. I can't imagine he likes it there better than he does Chicago. Although, right. he's a pretty real dude. He might like it in Buffalo. Because yeah. I, uh, I know Dustin Brown still kind of lives in Ithaca or has a house in Ithaca, right? Does he? Yeah. Everybody has a house in Ithaca. That's true. The Dolly frickin' Lama has a house in Ithaca. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, a temple, whatever right. you want to call right. it. House. Okay. Uh, house. house temple. Uh, uh, I... Kaner brought the uh, trophy to the Jimmy Buffett concert in 2010, and he plans on bringing it again. To Jimmy Buffett? Jimmy Buffett. I could see Patrick Kane being a big Jimmy Buffett fan. 
That doesn't Wasting surprise away me at all. Margaritaville? Yes. <laughs> Just that hitting on every MILF. That doesn't surprise me at, or at all. Near MILF. I could see him wearing I could see him wearing flip flops and some cargo shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. Fuck yeah, you could. With like a parrot on it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see the the screenshot of uh, the Bruins at the Harvard college party? No. No. Mar- Marshawn's there with his big schnoz. Marshawn's a douche. It's pretty funny. Someone I follow on <laughs> someone I follow on Twitter, uh, she's a comedian, and I didn't think it was really into sports, but uh, she she made a joke about Marshawn's schnoz causing a couple offsides during the games. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> And not being a hockey fan, I was surprised it was coming from her. But uh, Idaho Jake says, I was down with a back injury for most of this week, so I played a lot of Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Uh, it is awesome, fun, and funny as hell. This is definitely the best DLC for Borderlands 2. Playing D&D, wait, I mean Bunkers and Badasses with Tiny <laughs> Tina as a Dungeon Master kept me laughing throughout. Uh, the things Xbox is taking away from consumers just because consumers didn't like the original plans is like they are saying... You can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, I say uh, the fuck why the fuck would I want the cake if I can't eat it? Also, no headset with the Xbox is just another reason to go with PS4. That's it for me. See you on UStream. Uh, yeah, I'm, I plan on playing uh, Tiny Tina's DLC this week, uh, this weekend, and, and into this week. Um, hopefully, I've been playing Borderlands too, kind of a lot, uh, and loving it. But I. I have, the only piece of DLC I've played is is Captain Scarlet and her, her pirate's booty, so I have to catch up on the other pieces. So I do plan on playing that. I should too catch up on all of that. Yeah, I think I found this list that Will's talking about. Is this the one, Will? I just made of, that up. Of launch titles. Oh, I knew you fucking made that up. They do have a list of games that are confirmed day one. But <laughs> it's it not says, very many. It's only like three or four, right? No, no, there's a lot. There's but like... it says games might be added, moved, or removed. Uh, you want me to read them real Yeah, quick? what are they? Assassin's Creed 4, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts, DC Universe Online, Diablo 3, Drive Club, FIFA 14, Just Dance 2014, Killzone, Knack, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Madden, NBA 2K, NBA Live, Skylanders Swap Force, Warframe, and Watch Dogs. Okay. Yeah, Dance Party. Yeah. Right. Launch window games. Oh, whatever that means. Windows like up until Christmas, probably. Yeah, yeah it's, no, it's like six months. No, it's further is than it? that because Infamous is in there, and that's not till next year. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's like February next da- year. Daylight, Infamous, uh, The Crew, The Order, Planet Side Two, The Witness, Transistor. We use, I feel like we use launch window is still it's underway. still it's still kicking for sure. Yeah, it will be until Smash Brothers comes out. That's bullshit. What the? That doesn't. That doesn't mean anything. Launch window. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I want get what games are coming out day one. That's what yeah. I want to know. Day one. Agreed. Not even a week later. Day one. That's what's what's important what, to me. What games can I play when I bring my console home? Well, when the nice UPS man delivers my console. That's 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 me. So, uh, Did yeah. What launch delivery? Huh? Launch day delivery. What? Launch day delivery. Yeah, Amazon does launch day delivery. Well, do you have the launch day delivery? Yes, though? I do. Okay, I got too. I got the email. Yeah, I saved it actually, just in case there's any trouble with Amazon. I can get some recourse. Sure, they're good about that too. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the headset stuff for the for Xbox. They they don't allow any third party headsets for now. Does anyone? For now. 
Yeah, that'll change, no doubt. Well, there, there's been some speculation uh, recently that they might, you know, try and work it so you can use an older headset, but who knows? They better. That's stupid. I think. Did I not see that the PS4 is shipping with a headset? Yeah, it's 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 not really a headset. It's like a little. Oh, it's, it's, it's almost like what you get with an iPhone. Yeah, it's like a little in-ear thing with a little microphone. Earbuds. On it. Yeah, uh, with a microphone on the cord. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Which is shitty, and I'll I'll end up buying a new one, but at least it comes with something. Agreed. So, all right, that's it for feedback, right? Did you did you get to Jacobs? Uh, yeah, I just did Idaho Jakes. Not listening? I I, no, I, I was looking up your fucking lie that ended about up your launch true. titles, and then I actually came across the sale that Xbox is having next week. Will's <laughs> Will's fibs. Yeah. Hey, they're turning what, out to be right. Like I said, if I if I missed anything, just let me know. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Who, does anyone have a roundtable that they wanted to talk about? I think we all kind of agree. You I had one. Did, but I don't know if you even want to do it. It's it's your decision. If or if you just want to get into what you played. Do you want me to say what it is and then we can decide from there? Sure. Yeah. Okay, Eric, you're gonna hate it. Then let's not <laughs> do it. But all right. So I was reading articles on Destructoid about the new Smash Brothers, and I was talking about uh, the maker of the game was talking about how a lot of people's favorite characters aren't going to be in the game because of time constraints. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I had the Super silly. Smash Brothers brawl roster, and I was gonna go over. The characters, and we're going to decide if they should be cut or not. But if you let's do it, let's yeah, do let's that. Do it. I, I kind of want to do that too. All right, turns out. Let me now, get... I should. We should start by saying I don't think any of us are in agreement that they should rush the game and, no, and leave no, out no, characters. No, no. I even me. I don't want that for you guys. Right. I am very, very upset by the fact that they're making the Wii U and the DS version the same because. The DS can't handle as many characters, so why should the Wii U get punished? They right. not have as many characters because they want to make a DS version. Right. That I think that's that's ridiculous. I agree. But I'm still going to get it. Unless one character gets caught, then I won't get it. But I'll get into that. All right, the first character is Bowser. This is an alphabetical order mm-hmm. of the Brawl characters. So Bowser. Bowser's got to be in it. Probably won't get caught. There's no way, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I mean, I, I like Bowser. Corey, I they like can't caught somebody from a Mario game out. Yeah, you can because there's probably like ten of Mario characters. Would Bowser get cut out? I bet though. you they wouldn't. Uh, it would be Toad if they cut out anyone from Mario games. Yeah, Toad's it's, not in it. Oh, Toad's not in it to begin with. Never mind. Right, so he's already been cut. Yeah. <laughs> I, let's leave he? Bowser as a question mark. I don't think we should. I don't think they'll cut Bowser. I don't think there's a chance they'd cut Bowser. I don't either. I'd be shocked. All right. Okay, so I'm gonna put Stay. All right, Captain Falcon. Cut. Cut. Yeah, I, would I, say, I could see too. them cutting Falcon. Nobody plays as him. I've never talked to somebody or seen on forums. That's from F Zero, right? Yeah, of somebody who plays as Captain Falcon. Yeah, just no way. Okay, Diddy Kong. No, no. Cut, cut, cut. Yeah, cut. All right, Donkey Kong. No, keep him. Stay, stay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah you can't cut cut him. Okay, my favorite character, who I'm extremely nervous is going to get caught, Falco. Stay. Is he from Star Fox? Yeah, he's a, he's a stay. He's a fan favorite. I I I say caught on that one. As I think the only one from Star Fox that should stay is Fox. Fox. Falco's the second most popular character in that. But right, if they're cutting, see, I'm worried because he is considered a clone of Fox, so he'd have to be reworked in the game. Oh. And the maker said that some characters 
reworking or having problems. So I'm a little nervous that Falco is going to get caught. I know a lot of people like him, and he's a fan favorite. Right. But I'm a little nervous with Falco right now. Okay. So put undecided. <laughs> I'd say John. caught, man. Corey, what do you say? Um, I'd say he's a keep. He's a keep, Dan. But... I'm going keep, too. All right. Then he goes down his keep. All right. So we're going to say Falco's staying. I hope he stays. Fox, obviously, is going to stay. Right? Yeah. There's no way they'd You cut. can't cut Fox. Ganondorf. I can cut. see them cutting. I think so, too. I can see them cutting Ganondorf. Was he even in Skyward Sword? There's some sort of, some form of Ganon in all the Zelda games. Okay. Well, maybe they Gan- keep him, then. Is Ganondorf... Yeah, but Ganondorf was, was specifically Ocarina? from Ocarina of Time. Yeah. So... And he made his, I don't and, know anybody that ever liked playing as Ganondorf. And he's a Captain Falcon fl- clone, so there you go. All yeah. right, cut. All right, uh, there's also talk of Majora Mask, somebody in Majora's Mask being put in because Majora ba- Majora's Mask is being remade. Mm. That's just rumored. The okay. dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I've never played Majora's Mask, so I don't know. Me neither. Ice Climbers. Stay. Really? Are they like a cult favorite? That's Game, yeah, that's game & Watch. The thing about Ice Climbers is they're so obscure and nobody knows what the hell game they're from that it's just like... <laughs> that it's worth yeah. keeping. I'm yeah. with Corey. I think I, yeah, I'm with cut, Corey too. I can, see that. I can see that point of view. So you guys are saying keep. Yep. All right, keep. No, cut. No, keep. Oh, keep. Okay. I was I was saying cut, but yeah. I'm with Corey on that one. <laughs> okay. Um, Ike from Fire Emblem. Cut. I'm saying cut. cut. They're going to... New Fire Emblem came out. They're going to put a new char- Fire Emblem character in there, is yeah. what I think. Sorry. I... I don't know, though. Nintendo's a very nostalgic they are. system. Nintendo's it... a fickle woman. Is but, they, a fickle but, they, lazy but they still have Marth. Marth is from older Fire Emblems. I was going to say, is is right. Ike a, a fix in the Fire Emblem I don't, series? I don't think he is. Is Ike more so than Marth? I think Marth is big. I don't okay. know the Fire Emblem series, though, but more I was so reading... Than Falco. <clears throat> Don't make fun of Falco. <laughs> I'll keep Marth. Cut. I said cut. Okay. Cut Ike. Yeah, cut yeah. Ike. All right, so we're cutting Ike. He'll probably Animals. be replaced with somebody from Fire Emblem. Okay. Jigglypuff. Jiggly- All the Pokemon are going to stay in. You think so? Yeah. You, yeah. Think, you think even Jigglypuff? Yeah. Pikachu yeah, stay in. But see, the thing is, Jigglypuff hasn't made an appearance even on the show in years. I just think all the I'm Pokemon. I'm with Dan, though. It's... it's, uh... it's- Pokemon's their one of their biggest pushes. Yeah, but couldn't you yeah. put a different Pokemon in the Jigglypuff? I would prefer a different Pokemon, yes, but I there's there's one Pokemon that I think for sure is gonna get caught. But we'll get well, I mean, they got the Pokeballs. There's lots of Pokemon in the game. So yeah, wait, but like as not as a playable main, character. Pikachu is always who I used. So you guys are saying stay, right? I'm saying cut. I'm I'm saying stay. I, I I'll say stay. I can't see their, them cutting a Pokemon. And Eric and I are at cut. I well, think though. It's I think your idea will. So it has to be cut. Yeah. I'll just put undecided. Man, you're the override. No, I'll put, I'll will put overrides. It's I'll cut. put sp- I'll put split. Will you, okay, split decision. Split. King D D D. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> cut. I don't even know who that is. I don't know what he's from. I know <laughs> who it is. That's one of my. I always play as King. Of DDD. course you do, Corey. King D D is awesome. I love King D D. King D is great. King what? Uh, D E. I don't even know what the hell game D-D. he's from. Uh, Kirby. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, stupid thing. <laughs> I damn. I I see King D D D getting cut. He's new, the in brawl. So there's a chance he will get caught. I could see them keeping the older characters more so than the newer ones. Yeah, yeah he's. I'll give him a cut. A cut. 
Yeah. Sorry, King DDD. Kirby, probably stay. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah Kirby stay. Link stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Link's confirmed. I guess Link will stay. Okay, this is the other Pokemon that's going to get caught. I think Lucario. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, can I don't see even that. know Definitely. what that one is. I would cut Lucario before any of the other ones we talked about. Look up Lucario. I think Luc- I really like Lucario though. He's one of my top five fighters. I Spell use. it for me. L U. Go ahead. L U C A R I O. Okay. I don't recognize that one. It's newer. Okay. Uh, Lucas. Lucas is from... Cut. Mother. I yeah, think he's going to get caught. Yeah, because he's not. Uh, he's a minor character in that game, right? Yeah, and I was reading mm-hmm. that... Lu- well, Lucas is the main character in Mother 3, but overall in here? the Mother series, he's not popular because Mother 3 wasn't worldwide. Right, it wasn't right. released in North America. North America, so that that's why Ness is popular. Right. Right. So unfortunately, as much as I like Lucas, he's going to get caught, I can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Luigi. No. No. Not a fucking chance. Mario. Be no. hilarious yes. if they cut Mario. <laughs> Mario's my character that I always play as. <laughs> Dunzo. Dan's going to retire he, he, from Brawl. He's out. <laughs> They're going to call it Super Smash Sisters. <laughs> It'll Super be da- Smash Sister It'll Falco. Be Daisy and Peach. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Marth. We, we decided Marth would stay. Yeah. Okay. Marth's gone. No, Corey. Pit. We need Pit, not Marth. Pit's coming up. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, Meta Knight. There's a lot of characters. Meta Knight. Caught. No, actually, they had to ban <sighs> Meta Knight from tournaments because he was too good. Really? Yeah. Bullshit. What? I don't even know what that is. He's he he was the uh, he's Kirby, but he has like the mask. He wears the knight armor. He's got the cape. I know who you're talking about. I honestly I have a hard time seeing Meta, Meta Knight caught. get caught. You cut. think so? Yes. I think so. You guys all say cut? Cut. Did they give cut. us an idea of the numbers? No. Because, by the way, we're going, there will be no characters cut. to play with. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> Except Mar- the people from Mario and Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you got all right, three versus one, so we're going to go cut. All right, Game & Watch. No. that'll be Game & Watch will be in. We'll be in? Yeah. What's I'm saying ga- cut. What's Game & Watch? Look, Mr. Game & Watch. Oh, is that the stick figure? In the black, he's in. he's considered the hipster character. Yeah, same thing as ice climbers. Oh bullshit, Corey! If you make that argument for ice climbers, you make that same fucking argument for Dude, game. Ice and climbers watch. have character, man. There's so two does of Game them. and Watch. Check them out. Game and Watch has no character. Corey, he's a shitty... Google Game and Watch and tell me he has no character. He's game. a shitty black and white character from yesteryear that nobody cares about. Same thing as ice climbers, man. Ice climbers are two characters in one. They have a unique gameplay um, element to them. They do. That That's a good point. Game and Watch is just a bullshit. Experiment. Corey Game wins. Watch was caught. only in Smash uh, Brawl, right? Melee too. That's the problem. This is oh the, shit. This is the problem that we run into, Corey. Corey, I agree with you completely on Mr. Game and Watch. But the I thing too, is, now. he was the most popular character used in tournaments. Uh-huh. I or don't why? believe you anymore, or one, Corey. Or one of them. What? That's that's a reason to cut him. No, I, Corey, it's because it's the same FTS, argument man. you made for Ice Climbers. It's because he's random and people like the rant. He's exactly. the hipster he's character. He's the hipster character, yes. Do you think Do you think the U.S. government would, would cut Edward Snowden if they could? <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> Corey's getting more deeper into this. I don't know what he's talking about. He lost me on that I, one. I, I think it's three to one, though. Keep. Keep. Keep game and watch. Yeah. I, I, want, uh, I want cut. 
Oh, you do? Split, I do want like, caught. Split decision. What, but, wait, 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 what, what do you think? Is like the same as what you think. What, do you think he will be caught is the question, not whether or not you want it. It's so hard. Are to... you keeping a record of these, Will? Yeah. Oh, nice. This will be fun. Oh, I'm going to keep this until a new one comes out so we can see how right or how wrong we are. That's a great idea. So I'm going split. All right. Stupid, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, next character, Nass. He's been in all three. So yeah, he'll be in. in. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. Olimar. Scott. Cut. Oh, shit. There's a new the Pikmin. Pikmin's coming out, yeah. yeah. In. Yeah, he'll be in. Probably in. In, but he shouldn't be. He'll be reworked, <laughs> is my guess. In, but on a technicality. Yeah, on a technicality. <laughs> that the Pikmin 3 is coming out soon. <laughs> right. So they have to keep him. Pikmin He got saved by the new Pikmin game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be long gone. Saved by the Pikmin. Okay, uh, Peach. Peach will stay. Yeah. Pikachu will stay. Yep. That's my character, by the way. Okay, Pit. Pit's been confirmed already. Pit will stay. Pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pit's in. Uh, Pokemon Trainer. In. It's uh, not It's not Ash, right? It's just a generic Pokemon yeah, Trainer. Yeah, it's right, right. Generic Japanese Pokemon Trainer. Who uses uh, Charizard, Ivysaur? That's in. No, come on. That's in. If it's using those those big names in the I Pokemon I think it's too world. generic, though. I think people... I think they might change the starters to the no, more recent ones because X and Y is coming out so they might uh, use the starters from uh, X and Y. What do you mean? So it won't be uh, it won't, it won't, so Bulbasaur. So Trainer will be using different it, Pokemon. It won't be Squirtle, Ivysaur, Charizard. It'll well, be... If they do that then he's definitely in. Because that's old. So we're going to say in. I'm saying in. Yeah. You make it... If, I'm going to say out. If, if they change the characters... I'm going to say in, but if it's the same old Pokemon from You'll when we out. played Pokemon when we were in high school... I say in regardless. I say out. I say in regardless, and so you your split decision split. It, no, because I'm I'm kind of on the fence here. It's it's uh, in. I think it's out then. I think we have to go with what we know here, Dan. No, because you two say it's in. Corey says out. I am I'm, I'm split. I think we so have to go with we, what we know right now, and that if it's the the Pokemon trainer we know, which is the old Pokemon. Yeah, you'd have to say out. I would say out because that's what we know. Right. right. So what's that's a split? good point? I wish. Mm. Boy, I, get, I should keep a record of who said what. Split. But okay. I think we'll remember. We'll remember. We'll remember, yeah. Okay, so we're at, I'm not going to remember. Of course, I change my mind like I change my underwear every day. <laughs> right. Well, we'll What's just know week? Corey was always the <laughs> one that said cut. Yeah. That's Corey not true. Corey want any cu- anybody except ice climbers. You guys are assholes. <laughs> we're just kidding, Corey. Just kidding. <laughs> this is why I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> this is why we brought you here. Corey? I didn't I didn't sign a new 100-episode contract. Yeah, yeah, you don't have right. a contract right now. Okay, now we have Rob. Rob? The Rob, robot? Yeah, I don't think that he's, no. he's out. Out. I agree. Gone. Cut. Yeah. Cut. Samus. Samus is already Samus in. Samus will be in. In. Snake. Snake's going to be gone. Snake. There's no way the snake will be there. What? Gone. I, yeah, gone. Okay, Sonic. This one's tricky. Why won't Snake be there? Sonic was in the, the- in the commercial, wasn't he? Was he? I think so. In the the Nintendo Direct video, dang! I think Sonic was in that. That was Mega Man. Are you sure? I think Sonic was in it. Too. I'm still confused why we cut Snake so so easily. He's a third party uh, character, and they said that they're not having very many third party characters. And Snake, okay. I just don't. See They've already got some new ones with Mega Fair Man. Enough. Yeah, okay. and I'm thinking Sonic. Sonic has a chance because I think Sonic will be in it. You think so? All right. So Corey, you agree? Absolutely. Why okay. wouldn't he be? Okay, so we're all. What great. the hell else does Sega have going for him? <laughs> Company of Heroes. <laughs> Dreamcast. <laughs> Company of Heroes. Dreamcast. Virtua Fighter. Uh, okay, Toon Link. 
Who's this? Toon Link. Uh, oh, is that the the Wind Waker Link? So Kirby's oh, that, in. That'll be in. Link is in. Star Fox is in. Mario is in. Mega Man. Villager. Kid Icarus is in. Donkey Kong is in. What's he doing? Pikachu is in. Looking I'm watching the, the video. Oh. Mario is in. Duh. He's ruining it for us. Go ahead. Well. No, and then the new characters are uh, the Villager. Yeah, Mega Man. Mega Man and the Wii Fit Trainer, which I think is beyond, beyond dumb. Who's ever going to pick that? Wait, the Wii Fit Trainer is in this? Yes, yeah. the female They one. are taking out a character like Falco, possibly, and putting in the Wii Fit Trainer. Who are because, you targeting with that? Because it's fun. Hot damn. I was like, no, that's not well, okay. Bowser's definitely in because it's in but, the video. But she does yoga. I'd pick her over Falco, but I can't see taking out, like... You know, like a snake. She's got that nice yoga-shaped body, though. <laughs> Did we say Bowser body. in or out? We said in, in. on Bowser. You Bowser said out. In. Yeah, you said out because you're drunk. I'm not drunk. Bowser's in. Yeah. Of course sure. he is. So is Villager. <laughs> all right. Is that all the characters? There's some pretty funny pictures when you type in We Fit Trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Can imagine. There's more. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Friday. Just yeah, for those in the listening audience, just do it. Just type in We Fit Trainer. Please type in We Fit Trainer. You'll find some ones we're talking about. Is, so is Toon Link getting caught? No, I'm this, saying no. No, this is Wind Waker. Yeah, he's remade. caught. Wind Waker HD. No, Toon Link's in. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm in. I'll take it. Stay. All right. Wario. Wario's in. in. Wario's out. I think he's out. Really? Split. Goes to you, Will. No, I, it doesn't. We decided. Wario, it's a split War, decision. Yeah, Wario split. I don't think he'll be in, but I could be wrong. He w- The new characters, I don't think, that weren't that popular are going to stay. Yeah. That were in Brawl. But I don't know. I could be wrong. They might rework them. I don't know what that dude's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolf. Who the Wolf. fuck is Wolf? Wolf from the Star Fox. Star Fox. Wolf's out. He's part <laughs> Who of the, the fuck is Wolf. <laughs> out. All right. I'm saying out too. I'll say I'm out. Saying out. Um, Yoshi. Yoshi's in. Yeah. There's no way he'll be gone. I don't think she. There's no way he's in. Is it a she? I think Yoshi's she's, a she. She's out. Okay, Zelda. Zelda. Ooh, I don't in. know. And totally in because they're doing this whole. Uh, women in gaming thing. Yeah. Do you, what do you think? Uh, which game? Zelda. Uh, Wind Waker? Needs in a game. I, I think it's just, her. They just need her in Smash Bros. No, I know, but that, they'll take a, a game as an inspiration, like Ganondorf was from Ocarina of Time. So then will Sheik be in it? Oh, I that don't know. That's the next question. No. No. Nobody even knows what Sheik is. Sheik is uh, Zelda's yeah. alter personnel. Sheik's oh. out. Sheik's out. Yep. I'm with Eric. Sheik's okay. out. Okay, so with Samus, is Zero Suit Samus going to be in? Yes. Samus has that cult. Would you stop looking at the Wii Fit trainer? It's stuff? funny. Uh, okay. But uh, directional one says in the chat, Wii Fit Trainer is the best character. Dude, I would pick that every time. <laughs> <laughs> 
He, him and Corey both. All right, should I go over the characters we cut? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All of them. Captain Falcon. <laughs> all of them. Diddy Kong. Uh, Ganondorf. Ike. King DDD. Lucario. Lucas. Um, you guys said Meta Knight. Mr. Oh, no, we didn't say Mr. Game. Rob. Snake. Wolf. Mm-hmm. So. I'm pretty confident. Yeah. yeah. I think we did a good job. I'm going to keep this so when the new one comes out, we can see how wrong we were. Okay. All right, well, let's get right into what we played, right? Yeah. Um. Really? Uh, yeah. Do you need a break? Okay. No. I don't really have that much to talk about. I so. don't either. Yes, not. Um, I'll I'll go first. I think I talked about it earlier, but I'm ha- I'm having a little trouble getting into certain games. Um, I'm so excited for the PlayStation Four that I can't even believe it. Um, but I keep I keep finding myself going back to Borderlands Two. Um, just something about Borderlands Two. <laughs> Are you still looking at Wii Fit? Yeah, there's a good one. <laughs> the Wii Fit trainer in the Animal Crossing kit. Oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, I I I ended up getting all the Borderlands Two. Um. <clears throat> Borderlands to uh, downloadable content. I found the the season pass in Borderlands Two and Borderlands Game of the Year for for cheap on Amazon. So uh, so I bought that. So I played that a lot. I also played some <laughs> Dirt Three. Jesus, you guys. I'm sorry. These pictures are so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at them later when I get done. Did you find the one of Kirby, Corey. <laughs> She's using Kirby's face as balance ball. No. I got one. I got one of the Wii Fit trainer in Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> Anywho, Dan, sorry. You guys are silly. Um, I also played some Dirt Three this week. Um, a couple of things I like about it. I like the bigger variety of cars, including classic rally cars like the 1960s uh, Mini Cooper, um, the 1990s Ford Escort Cosworth. It's, it's definitely got more of a variety than than Dirt Two. Um, I don't like the intru- infusion of Ken Block's Gymkhana stuff into the game. Are uh, you guys familiar with Gymkhana? No. It's um, well, if, if you look it up on YouTube, um, it's like a it's like freestyle freestyle driving feats. Okay. Um, if you look up like Gymkhana Five, it'll you can you can watch it on YouTube. It's it's pretty impressive driving, but it doesn't translate very well to a video game. It's like him doing doing donuts around oh. stuff and, and jumping the car and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's really fun to watch on YouTube, but, uh, yeah, it, does, it doesn't translate well to a video game. Uh, I, I, I bought Dirt 3 to play a rally racing game and not to do Gymkhana stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Um, also, one of the things that I think about the game is Vile is one race at the end of each section has to be unlocked by buying it. Um, which I absolutely hate. Yeah. There's also car, a bunch of cars that you can buy um, through the Windows Live Marketplace, which uh, or no, it's games for Windows Live on on PC, uh, which which I really hate. Um, there's no, no no need for that, but but at the same time, like there's not any way you can unlock those without actually spending money. Like if you could uh, uh, obtain the currency somehow to unlock them without needing to pay for them, that would be fine. But but there isn't. I do like Dirt Three. I think the graphics are better. The physics are better. Um, it's it's better in every way except for that and the the reliance on on the Jim Kana stuff. Uh, I don't know. And it crashes a lot. That's what I wanted to talk about. Ah. Uh, I y- usually can play it for about half an hour and then it crashes on me. Really? Yeah. Half hour is nothing. I know. 
Um, it's it's meant for AMD cards. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it. I don't know how you guys can stand that shit. Well, I, you know what I've read is actually the games for Windows Live causes a lot of games to crash, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of people won't buy any. Because, you know, you've seen me on Xbox Live, quote-unquote. I'm not actually on Xbox Live. I'm playing games on games for Windows Live, which is kind of the same thing. But that causes a lot of games to crash, and a lot of people won't buy games because they're for games for Windows Live. So, yeah, definitely avoid Dirt 3 if you're going to play it on PC. If you're going to play it on, like, Xbox, it'll probably work fine. I don't know if it's on PS3 or not, but I I really don't like that you have to unlock tracks by paying for them. That sucks. Like uh, Tiger Woods golf courses. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought when I when I came across that. So I don't even know if I'm going to play it anymore. I'm having a good time with Borderlands too, so I might just play that and ride that out. Call it a day. Well, ride in the storm well, out. Yeah. Well, well, let's hear about Wii U. Thing sucks. Oh no, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I bought a Wii U. I was the first one to take the the plunge into the Wii U area. So, mm-hmm. um. Where to begin? All right, so Zombie U. You want where hear, you started, right? You want to hear Zombie U? I'm yeah, pl- yeah. I think I'm gonna save Monster Hunter. I'm not gonna talk about it because I don't want to. I didn't play it nearly enough. Okay. Okay. So Zombie U was one of the first games that it was the first game I played because I, I didn't want to play too much Monster Hunter yet because I wouldn't have enough time. So I put in Zombie U. Um, did not pay attention to the opening cinematic one bit, but the game starts out. Um, you wake up in some like some small like building area in a small room and you you know the zombie apocalypse has broken out and you're not really sure what happened and stuff like that and you you know walk out and start exploring and you don't see a very you see or you get and you get chased by zombies you end up getting chased by zombies so right off the bat your blood's kind of boiling and pumping i was i was freaked out cuz i didn't want to get eaten alive yeah so you know you start running and taking off and you end up getting into the safe house and when you get into the safe house um you end up getting into the safe house and you hear somebody over the speakers and he's saying he's trying to help you out and you don't know who it is, but he's like, yeah, this is the safe house that I set up. The last survivor that was here didn't work out too well. And it goes to a clip of where he is, and he's like, all right, you have to go and get his backpack. So you don't really, you don't even have a weapon yet. So you're going through the small, like, office area, and then you get to where the, the survivor is, and you take his backpack and um, a, uh, like, a cricket paddle type weapon. Oh, yeah. I like that. That reminds me of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, and then the zombie starts, like, acting up after you take the backpack, so you have to take it and smash his head in and kill him. <laughs> so it starts off really good, and then there's a gun nearby, and you get the gun, but it only has eight shots, and you don't want to shoot it too much because it'll attract other zombies. Mm-hmm. So basically the gist of the game is doing the missions that this guy tells you to do and just, you know, exploring and getting, like, stuff yourself. So basically the game is very kind of freaky because what the gamepad does really well is you'll be playing... Like, all right, you'll have the gamepad, and you'll just be playing and looking up at the screen and using it. But then to loot, you press X, and then you look down at this thing. Mm-hmm. And that's how you do your inventory management and looting stuff. So you're looking here, and you're constantly looking back and forth. Yeah, so be- you're not... because zombies are still coming at you, even though you're looking at the tablet thing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Which and is a good use for, for oh, it. Oh, perfect. Very good use. And when you're, like, lockpicking or hammering down planks or something, you're using this and still looking up at the screen. So basically there's no pausing mm-hmm. unless you hit, like, start. I don't know if that pauses it. 
But um, so that's what the gamepad uses. It uses it really well, and the the noise comes from the gamepad too. I don't know exactly where it comes from. Somewhere on here. Speaker. I don't even know where it is. But yeah, because there's the yeah there's the volume thing. So basically, there's a lot of noises coming from this, and the guys talking to you during the game, you know, like helping you out, and like you hack into security cameras to be able to get like the entire map of you know your area there. And so, um, it's very. It's dark all the time. There's never, there's no day or night cycle that I've seen yet. So pretty much, like, you're going through cities at night, and it's really scary. And you see, like, zombies, like, four or five zombies. And this is the type of game where you can't take them all on unless mm-hmm. you have, like, a really good gun. But, but then uh, you're just going to bring more zombies Yeah, you're in just going to bring more zombies. So you have to sneak around. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this one point I was going into a supermarket, and I opened one of the doors to the side and the alarm went off and I was like oh god there's like seven zombies off to the side and I was like I gotta get in there quick so I turned to go back into the door and there was a zombie in that hallway who came out at me so I had to quickly take my wooden plank and beat it and kill it as there was a bunch of zombies behind me and I was like freaking out and I started like sprinting ended up killing that zombie and getting in the door just in enough time before I got attacked by the seven zombies mm-hmm. and it's st- it does stuff like that very well that makes it um very freaky. Mm-hmm. How are the graphics? Nice. The graphics are all right. I mean, it's the Wii U. Well, that's, that's why I was wondering. I wasn't sure. It's about just how U, shitty Eric. it was. It's. I mean, the graphics aren't horrible. It's Wii U graphics. It's Wii U graphics. Dead Island. Marginable, marginal, marginal yeah. at best. Yeah. They're like Dead Island. Oh, Dead Island was a decent looking game. Yeah. I mean, it's. it's uh, I mean, it's Xbox, PS3, circa 2009 graphics. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Being a jerk. Well, I mean, you know what you're getting into when, yeah. you, when you buy one. Oh, sure. So, I mean... <laughs> Corey, fuck off. I'm shutting Corey for the rest of the episode. Okay. Go on. Didn't even react to it. But anyway, um, I wasn't going to say about it. So far, I mean, I know it didn't review that well. I don't really know why. I think so far what I've done and played has been a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. It's, I mean, I know it's a zombie game, but it's a little bit different because... You Do you think vote. they accomplished what they were going for? I think so. Okay. I think they did a good job of it. I mean, it did, I mean I've never played a game where I've been afraid of the zombies, really. Because I've always felt like I could take them on. But yeah. in this, I feel like I can't take on very many of them. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is the danger of zombies. I mean, if you get more than... If yeah, you get a group, too many. Yeah, that's where you end up dying. Yeah. Quantity um, over quality. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, what was I going to, I forgot what I was going to say. Saving, you just, you go to bed and take a nap, and you're supposed to go to sleep, um, every, every couple missions, I think, because that helps with, you know, saving and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, and replenishes your health. I haven't died yet, which is good, and I know if you die, you have to go back to... If you die, you die, right? Yeah, well, there's a mode that when you die, you're dead for good, and you have to restart, but if you do the normal mode... Once your character dies, you play as another one, and you go back into that safe house, and he's like, oh, yeah, you have to go get the backpack from yeah, the last Yeah, because the last guy didn't work out. Yeah. Your old character is a zombie, right? Yeah, and you have to kill your old character. So awesome. if you really does, like does your, your old character have, like, special power? I don't know. Probably some magic. Why don't you die and figure it out? Well, I don't really want to. Fine. I haven't figured out how to crouch or sprint. Well, I can't wait to come over on the 6th and be drunk and play all day. <laughs> I forgot. We're going to yeah. be there. Yeah. We're going to be there, man. If I don't have my own <laughs> Wii U by then, 
I'll, put, oh, I'll I have, play I'm going to have a hippie fest. I'm going to get one. It's a matter of when, yeah. You think by then? I'm spending the night, by the way. You bought a tent. I'm thinking about doing the same. You guys, I got a tent. I'm spending the night there. Well, I mean, we're going to be balls I'm, deep uh, in a bottle of scotch. Yeah. So. I'm propping up my tent on July 4th. 3rd. Oh, I love it. July 3rd, and my tent will be in place until July 7th. Okay. Oh, this is great news. Um, and I'm just going to hang out and act like a hippie for four days. Nice. So. Great. I'll be grilling every day and uh, drinking and Corey, I'll it bring easy. some Hoffman wieners over. That sounds fantastic. You'll know where to find me, man, I because I'll be that. the smelliest dude in Newark Valley. Uh, no, Bogart's, Bogart's yeah. 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 Bogart, I got the cankles. <laughs> oh, God. I saw, I'm, I'm not gonna even going to leave it alone. I'm not going to get into what I saw. Yeah, I'm going to leave it alone. Anything else on we Zombie U, Will? Mm, no. Okay. Anything, any, did you play anything else? No. Okay. All right. Eric, what do you got for us? I'll, I'm going to leave Uncharted alone, but I'll talk about Shadow of Colossus. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel bad because I ended up skipping some of the opening cinematic story stuff because I thought it was just like a, one of those things where the game was waiting for you to start. So oh. it was just kind of playing. Yeah. But it ended up it wasn't. Okay. And I hit start and now I don't really know what's going on as far as story goes. You could probably watch it on yeah, YouTube or something. Yeah, I probably could do that. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I believe there are 16, it's basically 16 boss fights. Mm-hmm. Um, the graphics nowadays are kind of shitty, but I could see back when it came out, the allure of the game. It kind it's it's a really cool world mm-hmm. that you just kind of get lost into. And uh, like I said, it's basically 16 boss fights, and there's platforming to it. Uh, you you climb. You, it's puzzle. It's a puzzle game and platform game wrapped into an artistic world atmosphere, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm. You know what I mean? Because there's a puzzle to each boss, and you have to figure out ways to get. You climb up them because there's these huge giants, like Tito said, uh, like 60, 70 foot giant bosses. And you have to figure out how to get up them and climb them to get to their weak point mm-hmm. and take them out by striking their weak point repeatedly. But it's hard because like, when you get on them, they're you know shaking around to knock you off. And the controls can be a bit of a bitch, um, which I got frustrated with more than once and was pretty close to rage quitting. Okay. Because the controls were a bastard. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but I like it. I'm, I definitely want to beat it. Um, as far as the puzzle part of it goes, I don't have the patience right now to figure it out, so I looked it up mm-hmm. for a couple of them. That's how it was with Fez. Yeah, the best way to just get through it, you know <gasps> right. what I mean? Because I, I want to beat Sounds it. Sounds like and... the Eric I know. Yeah. No, Eric, you know, would have already stopped playing it. <laughs> he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have bothered looking up how to do it. He would have said, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> FIFA. Right. You know, but... Uh, no, it's definitely a cool game. I can see what the allure is. I don't think it will crack my top ten list. Mm-hmm. But okay. I respect Tito's pick of Shadow of Colossus yeah, for sure. Tito probably has the nostalgia factor going too, yeah. whereas for you it's all new. Yeah, and, and like I said, I'm coming off The Last of Us. So. Right, right, right. So everything's a little, a little uh, not not quite as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not quite are, as shiny. They don't. They don't hold that allure that they may have right. before, but right. but I definitely see why people love it, and it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to know a little more about the story of what's going on because I'm not real clear on why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right, right. I know there's a girl. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not sure what's going on with her. Okay. And that's what I'm missing from it. Huh? Is there a lighthouse? I haven't seen a lighthouse. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's cool. I like how you only have a bow, a sword, and a horse. And you just kind of ride around and go to the bosses and figure out how to beat them. And they're really cool looking and intimidating. You really the pooch on this one, Eric. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, I mean... You know. All right. Oh, we got taken off my groove after you kept interrupting Will with his zombie you things, Corey. You dick. Me? Yeah, you. I kept interrupting Will? Yeah. On zombie you? Anyway. All right, Corey. What do you got for <laughs> us? Uh, briefly, I played Fez. Um, I get it. I get why people like it, but I didn't really care for it. What? Oh, really? Um, it's cool. It's It's... It's cool. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I played it maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours. But like, all the backtracking you have to do through doors and shit. Yeah, I can see that. <sighs> it's a no. lot. I just didn't care enough to do all that. Um, I've been told that it gets easier the more you play. Mm. Maybe yeah, not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Only because. Like the the puzzles, I think get harder. Like uh, the ones you go back to to try and solve are the ones you didn't solve the first time you got there. Yeah. No, I mean, like I like the puzzles. I didn't have an issue with the puzzles or anything. But it's like, all right, I get through one thing and I get through another, and then all of a sudden I'm onto another and further and going and going and going. And I didn't necessarily unlock everything and got all the little bits or whatever in the first level. So I have to backtrack all the way, and it's just like. I don't really want to have to do that. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It is for sure. I mean, the mini map, um, or the the map, the the whatever you want to call it, makes it you know can tell you where you need to go back to. But it's just like the map's a I lot can, too, though. Yeah, yeah can, it doesn't like, help that much. To get to, but like, I don't want to have to keep going back and forth between the map to get back to this place. I've gone so far. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But it, it's it's like it's the type of game that I would love if it didn't have all that that stuff. Yeah. But it's it's just that part turns me off to it. Okay. I I won't belabor the point. Um. But that's that was my experience with Fez. I don't know if I'll go back to it for that reason. Maybe I missed the boat. Maybe when it was fresh and new, I would have been more inspired to play more of it. But as of right now, I'm just like ah, uh, whatever. I'm whatever. Um, I played more of The Witcher 2. Still a great game. It is The Witcher 1 and everything that's great about The Witcher 1 plus quite a bit. Plus a number. Uh, yeah, plus plus whatever number you want to attach to it. The user interface is great. The inventory is so much better. All that stuff. It's If, if you like The Witcher 1, definitely play The Witcher 2. It's just as good, if not better. Um, it's fantastic. I can't wait to keep playing it. I keep sneaking away to play like an hour here and a, an hour there. Um, I thought about fantastic. starting that actually this week. It's a good one. Same here. It's a good it's, one. It, it's really great. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also bought and convinced Will to buy Magic 2014, uh, Duels of Magic: The Gathering, Duels of the Planeswalkers 2014. It's really good. It's Don't the first talk one. about that, Corey. We're doing an episode on that. Doing an episode on it next week. It's really good. It's the first one of these that I've played. Um, my roommate Jared is going to join us on the episode next week. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played. 
at least 2013. I don't know, he might have played ones before that. I don't really know, but we'll talk about it more then. If you like Magic the Gathering, you will love it. If you don't know what Magic the Gathering is, you still might like it, but you might want to play Magic the Gathering before you invest. Well, I mean, it's only $10. I guess it's a good introduction for Magic, right? Yeah, I was going to say. I'm going to go upstairs and buy it when we're done. Yeah. I, I already about- purchased it. I didn't play it yet, though. I'm going to play it tomorrow. So maybe if you've never played Magic, buy this, and you'll decide whether you like Magic. Get my balls wet tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Dip your balls. In yeah. Some Dip it swirled around in that magic pool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I is what I is. Uh, I also played Final Fantasy fourteen. The NDA was lifted, so I can talk about it a lot. Um, I really like it, but not because of the gameplay side of it. It's the the whole Final Fantasy Japanese allure that entertains me. Um. One thing I've come accustomed to with, with MMORPGs that isn't in Final Fantasy XIV is the cutscenes for story. The way it cuts away to voice acting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Guild Wars 2 did a really mm-hmm. good job of that. Star Wars The Old Republic did a really good job of that. Yeah. Final Fantasy XIV does not have that. It, there's no voice acting. It's just text. Um, and that, that seems like a nitpicky thing, but when you're playing this no, game... No, it doesn't at all. Yeah, it makes it seem old, right? Yeah, it really kind of dates it a little bit, and you're just like, "Well, what the what the fuck?" I don't know. Um, I played. I got to level ten, and uh, as far as I can tell, from zero to level ten, there is nothing different about it that makes that that makes it stand out from other MMORPGs. Um, I've been told, and and just from what I've experienced through osmosis um, from playing the game, that you have a much larger inventory, um, and by that I mean you can pretty much carry whatever you want, which is kind of helpful, especially in today's uh, microtransaction, free-to-play game, where if you want more stuff, you have to pay for it to carry in your inventory, and that's kind of frustrating. This game kind of alleviates all that, and you can just carry pretty much whatever the hell you want. Um, also, nice. the biggest thing in this game is you don't have to make a new character to experience a new class. You can play all the classes with one character just by changing their hat. <laughs> huh. That's kind of cool. I think I have that right. Don't quote me on the hat part of it, but you can you can uh, experience quoted. all the characters. You can level up different classes with Hats. one character. Oh. I like that. I wish I could change my hat in real life and be different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Um graphically it's really pretty really nice other than that i really i don't know what to talk about and it kind of sucks because i was really excited for it 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 looks nice and it feels like final fantasy which might be enough for some people for me it's not i'm not once it comes out i probably won't pay the whatever monthly fee in addition to whatever cost it will take to buy it i think the monthly fee is kind of an antiquated model for those type of games games still have that World of Warcraft still has the the monthly subscription fee. The others are all optional. Like you can pay it. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. A lot I, of them I'll, don't even World have an option. Warcraft, I can think of any that are not free to play at yeah. this point. There might be a newer one that just came out that might still. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think know. any of them do other than World of Warcraft. Can't think of any other ones. Um. So maybe 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 there's one or two other ones out there, but. As far as I understand, it's uh, it's going to be one of the only that's that's not free to play. Eve, which, 
I think Eve Eve is free to play, right? I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it got to be. I don't. Oh wait. No, no, because remember we we determined that you could, by playing through the game, pay for your monthly subscription. Right. Well, yeah, you could sure. make your money back in the game, but you're yeah, not going to so do that I as guess a noob. The subscriptions would just be Eve and World of Warcraft. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, um, what's what sort of classes are in the game? Just answer me I, that. I am a lancer. Okay. Um, there's some so, other. Weird... Oh, so engineer must not be in there. No engineer. <laughs> so there's the same type of stuff that's in like Final Fantasy Tactics, like that standard type not of classes. To that extent, it's there's some weird classes like thaumaturge, whatever that means, and, and some other ones. But like lancer was the straightest. See, I can't even remember now. I'm not the best one to talk about this. Um, cause the only, I, I, I got to level 10 and it probably is about the equivalent of maybe four hours. Um, a lot of that time was spent me messing around in the world, not necessarily leveling up. I, somebody could probably get to level 10 in a couple hours if they wanted to. Um, but other than that, that like, that's my experience. I, like I said, I'm a Lancer. You can, you can change that, but I haven't gotten to the point where I can do that. I think you need to be past level 10. Um, the story stuff didn't really grab me. And again, like the only reason I really like it is because it looks cool and it's, it's Final Fantasy and it has like, there's Moogles and shit, which is cool. If you're a Final Fantasy nerd, like I am, mm-hmm. um, I made my character with a tail, like, uh, what's his, what's his face in Final Fantasy nine Zidane. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I base my character around. If you can get into the beta, I recommend it. But I, I, I honestly, I can't, I can't visualize an instance where somebody who didn't play through the beta and liked it would be interested. I, I can't recommend it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which sucks. What about on a console? On a console is a different story because how many MMORPGs can you get on a console? Not many. Elder Scrolls Online is going to be on a console. Allegedly. What do you mean allegedly? It is. Confirmed. They're all going to... I mean, we've heard of, of a lot of confirmed MMORPGs for consoles that never came to be. Yeah, that's true. Um, this is next-gen so, shit, Corey. This, yeah, it's true. It's next-gen. It, 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 there will probably be a lot of MMORPGs on next-gen consoles. Who knows? Planet Side 2. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't huge on it. it. It's fun, and it's good to look at, but they do this thing called Fates, which is Guild Wars 2 equivalent of, like, dynamic events where everybody can ch- chime in and everybody attacks. But, like, mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy fourteen, at least to the level 10 experience that I have with it, it's just, like, all of a sudden all these mushroom creatures are showing up and everybody has to kill them, and that's the extent of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like in Guild Wars 2 is a little more fleshed out story-wise. Like, it was, like, you do one thing and then you kill it, and then everybody would move to the next thing and kill it and move to the next thing and kill it. And there was a whole progression. And this one is just, like... Let's just throw everything at you, and everybody can destroy it. And if they win, they win. If they don't, they don't. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Not big on it. Not not too big on it. I I certainly wouldn't pay the the fee to buy the game and the subscription fee. Okay. All right. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Okay. So that's Did it I then. Magic twenty fourteen. Yes. We don't want to get too into that because we're going to be talking about that next week. So great i look forward to it <laughs> 10 bucks 
I'm going to buy it as soon as I go upstairs. Pick it up. All right. Uh, so that's everything, right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 101 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.